not be driven by fear into an age of unreason. Oh my god, guys, listen up. I have an announcement to make. But did you guys know that I'm like the number one Google search last week? It could be the stuff of history, however, one way or the other. Okay, is Jessica Simpson here yet? And to those critics who are so pessimistic about our economy, I say, don't be economic girly man. And you'll never have to pour or measure detergent again. Can we, can we all get along? Terror, horror, death. Film at 11. How many sides does a triangle have? Damn, four. There's no side. One. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Hello, everybody. Brain Trust, I hope you have had quite a two weeks. It has been two weeks since the last podcast. Um, as you may have learned over the years, I do my best to do the podcast every week. Sometimes I fail at that goal. Uh, I've got a lot of things on my plate, and as Joe Rogan warned me six years ago when I told him I wanted to do a topical podcast covering the news, he said, you sure about that, bro? Because most podcasts, you can bank episodes, and then you don't have to do it every single week on the week and prepare it for hours. You can just have a conversation. That's not what this podcast is. And I'm trying to be a one-man news organization to bring stories to all of you while also bringing commentary while also making it funny. You know, a show like The Daily Show or Last Week Tonight's got a staff of over 100 people, probably 20-plus writers, and it's just me over here. And so I apologize when there are gaps. It does sometimes happen. Um, but as you can clearly see, I am not at all uh, off of my mission that I promised you months ago when I brought the podcast back for the 200th episode that it is here to stay. It will be here for years to come. I'll be doing it close to weekly for years to come, so don't worry about that. Also, if you hear some cabin noise here, I'm sorry. I'm in an Uber on the way to the airport. I'm in Chicago. I did a corporate event for GSN last night. I hosted Family Feud, during which they got me incredibly drunk. Kept bringing me drinks during the... the the show and then asked me to do shots with them afterwards and I got real drunk. So drunk I fell asleep in my suit. I was wearing a sport coat and a dress shirt and was had the presence of mind at 4 a.m. to get up from my drunken stupor and at least take my suit jacket off, place it somewhat gingerly and drunkenly on the bed next to me and then go back to bed. And then at around 7 a.m. I brushed my teeth and washed my face and decided before going back to bed for about seven more hours I was going to watch the entire two-hour CNN town hall with the people of of uh, Parkland, Florida, discussing the shooting and confronting Marco Rubio and, their, and, the, and the NRA and their other representatives in a pretty awesome way. Loved it. Also felt like there were some very missed opportunities um, to get the NRA to answer some more specific and tough questions about what they did. I wrote a whole thread about this on my Twitter. You can check it out there. I'm not going to repeat it now. And Marco Rubio, I thought it was good he came there. And he seemed a little rattled and admitted that he's willing to now reevaluate high capacity magazines. But he unfortunately, uh, there were some missed opportunities there to get him to answer and give up more concessions because there was moments where he was going to because he was so overwhelmed by being booed and jeered at by 7,000 people in this arena. And the moments were missed. I think Jake Tapper is normally wonderful missed some very important opportunities to follow up 
and push the conversation in a more substantive way further. But that said, I left hopeful watching it that some change may come. Even Donald Trump now is supporting some measures of gun control and finally tweeted something that I could actually retweet and endorse. He's calling for the banning of bump stocks. He's calling for comprehensive background checks. If those include all private sales, that's a pretty good start. He's calling for um, certain teachers in schools to be armed and then paid bonuses to do so. I think that's not the best idea. Um, I don't think it's horrific if people want to sign up for that and have schools with some guns. It's not a terrible, terrible idea. Uh, it just seems like we should be able to have better solutions, but I'm down for a multi-tiered solution to this situation. Um, I've got a fun story for you in a second, and then a very special recording for this episode for you after that. Um, but now that I'm already on the topic of guns, I may as well stick there for a second and read you something that I wrote on my Instagram and Facebook that seemed to resonate with a lot of people. I just wrote it out of frustration um, this last week when nothing seemed to be moving. Before the students started to really become so powerful, the, the students of of uh, Stoneman Douglas in Florida and really demand change, I printed a uh, political cartoon, reprinted a political cartoon that has a bunch of people lying on the ground um, shot and then Uncle Sam on top of the body of the NRA protecting only the NRA and saying, everything's okay, you're safe. And what I wrote is, this is what we do in America. It is shameful who we've become. How backwards. People say it's not guns, it's mental health. It is obviously both. Not everything is one side or the other. We must take action to address both now. We all believe in the Second Amendment. We need it. But obviously, even AR-15s cannot protect you from a government that has drones and bombs. So handguns are all we need to protect ourselves and our homes from intruders. We must sacrifice just a tiny bit and reinstate an assault weapons ban. We used to have it. And take common sense action to address mental health problems in a serious way and create a system to better report people with scary issues and obviously make sure they can't get weapons of mass murder. Obviously, people will still get shot and killed, but a lot less. A lot less murdered children. If we save even one child's life, is that not worth it? Obviously, it is. And obviously, we would save a lot more than that. If we decide to also put an armed guard at schools, fine. But then do both. We can do it all. This is not a partisan issue. The majority of Americans agree we, shouldn't, we should have more common sense gun control. It worked in other countries at stopping this heartbreaking madness. And the majority is supposed to rule, not a gun lobby. Congress, your oath is to vote the interests of your constituents, not lobbyists. And even if you get voted out because of it, wouldn't you rather have one term that saves lives and stands for what's right than many cowardly ones? Gun owners, no one wants to take your guns away. Just assault weapons capable of rapid mass murder and high-capacity magazines and bump stocks capable of the same. Those are vastly different things. Keep a hundred handguns and old-school rifles if you want to collect or hunt or go to shooting ranges. But you don't need to own weapons of mass murder because they fall in the wrong hands and our children die so fast. Universal background checks don't take your guns away either. They just make sure you aren't a criminal or crazy person. If you have a problem with that, you are probably one of the two. And also, you shouldn't be able to get a gun faster than you can get toilet paper on Amazon Prime. 
obviously. This is all so obvious. And that's what I wrote with the hashtag Parkland. And I just hope we can start seeing issues in the middle. So what I'll play for you in a moment for the majority of this podcast is something very special I got to do the other day at the Improv uh, in their little lab theater. It only holds 50 seats and show you the amount of interest for bipartisan conversations. We only had about 20 people in the audience. But um, I hosted a show called We the People, a show created by Mike Malone, the great comedian, um, and Ken Gar, very funny comedian, um, where a host moderates a conversation between two comedians on the right and two comedians on the left. It's hard to find comedians on the right, but we found two, uh, as best we could at least, and I hosted it, and I tried my best to be down the middle. I'm obviously not exactly down the middle. I definitely have issues and positions that I hold that are on the right and on the left, but I have more on the left, and I'm very passionate about some of my positions. So at some points, my objectivity kind of got lost, but for most of it, I tried to listen to both sides, and we discussed the most pressing issues of our day. It's about an hour and 20-minute conversation, and we discuss at length guns and gun control. We discuss at length the Me Too movement and Time's Up and whether it goes too far at points and what parts of it are so necessary. And we discussed at length Trump and Russia and why Trump refuses to condemn Russia and why Republicans don't condemn that. And one of the four panelists, one of the comedians on the right, on the Republican side, was Irina Skaya, who is Russian. Now, there was Mitch Burrow on that side, a former Marine, which was amazing to have there. And then on the left, we had winner of Last Comic Standing, Alonzo Bowden, and Helen Hong, who you guys have seen all over television. Very funny liberal comedian. So I will play that in a moment. And Ken Gar was in the back doing our fact check cards whenever anybody called bullshit on what they heard um, during the conversation. But So I will play that for you in a minute because only 15, only 15 or 20 people got to see it live. And... I want you all to hear this great, instructive conversation. I even involved some Trump supporters in the audience towards the very end, and that got heated but interesting. Um, but before we do it, I like to start. I like to start as I often do with the most important story of the day, and this is one that blew my mind. I need to bring it to you. A new study says that alcohol is better than exercise for a long life. Ah, thank you, please. Thank you so much. The article in the Yahoo Newsroom app says, written by Joe Witz, when it comes to making it into your 90s, booze actually beats exercise, according to a long-term study. Led by University of California neurologist Claudia Cowes, tracked 1,700 people in their 90s. It began in 2003 to explore the impacts of daily habits on longevity. This probably is the best story I've ever read in my life. They discovered that subjects who drank about two glasses of beer or wine per day were 18% less likely to experience a premature death. The greatest news in the world reports. Participants who exercise 15 to 45 minutes a day cut the same risk by only 11%. He says, quote, I have no explanation for it, but I do believe firmly that modest drinking improves longevity. Other factors were found to boost longevity, too, including weight. Participants who were slightly overweight but not obese cut their odds of an early death by 3%. It's not bad to be skinny when you're young, the article says, but it's very bad to be skinny when you're old. More great news! I can drink and be fat. 
this is like Christmas and Hanukkah wrapped into one holiday that sometimes coincides called Christmas slash Hanukkah. Also, subjects who had a hobby for two hours a day were 21% less likely to die early. And if you drank two cups of coffee a day, you cut that risk by 10%. So this podcast is my hobby. I'm right now drinking coffee with whiskey in it, so pardon me. Uh, I can feel the life extending within my body as I speak. And we all know I definitely have got the chub inside of me. You take this shirt off, it's not pretty. No one's excited seeing me with my shirt off. Not even, least of all me. We've all known that for a very long time. Um, I got to go this weekend to Summit in Utah, the place I've told you about many times in Eden, Utah. Summit Powder Mountain. And have a break. You know, I'm still going through this breakup and that's not easy to do ever obviously, and um, I uh, needed to escape, I escaped to the mountains of Utah, had a lovely time, and, uh, but I was st- still so lazy and just kind of being like an idiot, I drank a lot in the evenings, I slept in, I missed a lot of activities, I went to yoga once, yoga's great if you do it a lot, but if you do it just one time, it's not the best, because, you know what I mean, if you do it a lot, you can become more stretchy and skinny and in better, in better shape, but you do it once a year, you're just basically saying, I know how to, to stretch a little. My body is stretchable theoretically. That's all you prove when you do intermittent yoga. I also tried skiing for just the second season I've ever done it, only the fourth day I've ever attempted it, and tried very difficult terrain that took me a very long time to get down. But I did okay, only fell one time. I'm doing pretty good with this skiing thing if you consider going at the pace of a turtle, like a like a an a lethargic turtle, like not one of the go-getters in the turtle community. I'm doing pretty good. Um, and on that, oh, and also thank you to all of you that came out and saw me at the Irvine Improv, one show I did there with J. Chris Newberg and Justine Marino and uh, Crystal Marie Denha last week, and to all of you that came and saw me in Indio, you can see me coming up. Um, you can see me coming up very soon, uh, March 2nd through 4th at the... Uh, comic strip, I'm sorry, the House of Comedy in Minneapolis, Minnesota at the Mall of America, and then at the comic strip in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, March 15 through 17, Phoenix at the House of Comedy, March 22 through 25, Boston at Laugh Boston, April 12 to 14, I'll be in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., May 4 through 5 at the Draft House, San Diego, the La Jolla Comedy Store, June 1 through 3, Dallas, Texas, July 12 through 13, Plano, Texas, July 14th, and as always, you can watch my special on Showtime, Neurotic Gangster, just for a few more months, so get it on demand while you still can, while them hotcakes is hot, baby, I don't know why I just became a sweet, loving, southern black woman at the end of that line, I apologize for doing that, but sometimes it comes out of me, baby, you know, okay, I really need to stop sometimes. And on that note, in hopes of me stopping, it is time before we go to that We the People live show from the improv for Twitter answers. I asked the Brain Trust, the Glebe of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the B Glebers in all of us, the friends with benefits. The Glebe Squad. If you're on the left, what do you think is most wrong about the right? If you're on the right, what is most wrong about the left? Some amazing answers. Vert is a bad hombre, says, I'm a libertarian, so somewhere off the spectrum, but my biggest issue with the right is that they refuse to confront 
any issue that is inconvenient to them. Their solution to any negative story is to call it fake or to fight having the conversation, like with gun control. So then, at puppy underscore kitty 23 replied, on the other side of it, people in the United States have had guns in their homes for over 200 years, and mass shootings have only become a problem in the last 30 years. If you look, there is a huge correlation between the rise of gun shootings and the decline of disciplining your children. So Vert is a bad hombre replied, Okay, but since this is 2018, divine underscore vert, okay, but since this is 2018 and not 1818, and guns aren't muskets, they are AR-15s, maybe we worry about the last 30 years more than 200 years ago. Maybe we actually try something, anything really. So NY52 Puppy Kitty replied, okay, so maybe we need to screen our kids. Florida Shooter had a social media account with pics of him holding guns and knives. Others would say he had mental issues and a possible violence streak. Why was nothing done about this? Why? So I texted, agreed, but the point Divine makes is great too. Why can't we do both? So Puppy Kitty replies, monitoring monitoring our youth's mental state is doing something though, just saying. Apparently this dude wanted revenge for being expelled. Too many people are offended over the most pathetic things. Well, you can't fix that. Then Joanne Dorensky at Ski Dazzle replies with a brilliant one to end that thread. Is your argument that there is nothing wrong with guns, but a warning sign about the shooter is that he liked guns? Very strong point. I replied with a good ha on that one. So guns are, of course, part of the issue, at least. Our friend Kimberly at Hugs and Kisses 3 says, I think the right and left concept is wrong. Amen on that, sister. I am in the middle. We are all Americans and need to find common ground with one another. Accept that we are different and work together towards peace and what is good. I learned a long time ago it's better to be happy than to be right. So true. Paul Hick 1 says, I think the right would win in a fight, but I think the left definitely dresses better. Or maybe we're all insane. I love that tweet. Uh, Probably accurate on both sides. At Libby Rose said, I think both sides don't listen to the other and then are upset that the other side doesn't listen to them. So true, which is why we try to have this conversation listening to each other. And there are comedians... On this panel, it's all comedians, so definitely there was a bit of tendency, especially early on, to tend towards jokes over substance, but I tried my best to pull it away from that and make the jokes be more about substantive points. Um, Then Patches O'Houlihan says, tribalism in politics is cancer. That's what I think, and I agree 100%. At Paul Hick 1 says, I'm on the right and I love the left. I believe in everything left-leaning liberal. There's... I believe in every left-leaning liberal, there's a Republican trying to get out. I mean, people do tend to get more conservative as they get older, and they want more conservative fiscal policies. But to me, these social issues should be something we can all agree on as well. It shouldn't be hard to care a little bit about your fellow man, in my humble opinion. I know it's controversial, caring about people, but, you know, maybe give it a try. Sean Mullen, S. Sean M33, says, My problem with the right is the fact they elected Donald Trump. Many people think that. I don't disagree. While if you look at Amna Nawaz's documentary on ABC News with the most pro-Trump county in America, go to abcnews.com to find it, um, you you understand why they voted for Trump. You get a more informed perspective on it. They're not just nihilists and crazy, but the guy really is wreaking so much havoc on our country. At Brian C819 says, The right is a living, breathing oxymoron. Pro-life, but no gun control. Tax cut, but for the rich and corporations. Better health care, they say. But then skyrocketing premiums from gutting the ACA individual mandate. Plus the obvious 
double standard with this tweeter in chief compared to our last POTUS. Vicky B underscore director says, what if you're in the middle and aren't a finger pointer? What if extremists are the agitators and the general public genuinely cares for one another? What if it's gray and not black and white? Gray can also be spelled as G-R-E-Y or G-R-A-Y, which shows its flexibility and inclusiveness. It is true. We are all in the gray area, and we are not the cartoon caricatures on each side that we are led to believe. In fact, one thing I don't think I've shared with you yet either, I went on Fox News last week, or a week, two weeks ago now, and on The Next Revolution with Steve Hilton, and I was on with Tommy Lahren, who obviously is an instigator on the right and likes to it seems often jump to the most extreme conservative position it seems like sometimes just to to agitate but i believe that she believes her opinions at the same time and she got me on the show and so she clearly is not afraid to have other opinions and so i went on there and tried my best to rebut her points with points that i thought were important to make and i even called out fox news on fox news i'll be doing it again on march 18th uh so i had to cut my shows in edmonton one show short so you can see me there live at uh, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific on Fox News on March 18th, again with Tommy Lahren. Um, forgive me for one second. Uh, my phone locked and I wasn't able to read the uh, Twitter answers. Here's the next one. Michelle Madston says, The right claim to be founded on Christian values, but their actions show they do not care about humanity, only themselves. Look, I'm sorry to agree with things that are so one-sided, but it seems so often to be true. Because Christianity and Jesus' teachings was all about helping your fellow man, all about giving, all about alms to the poor. And that those statements are often the opposite of Republican values, which are, let's give tax cuts to the rich, let's make sure we have less regulation for our own businesses so we can pay our own CEOs more, let's make sure we don't do anything to curb profits for gun manufacturers, even at the expense of people's lives. Please reply to me if you think that's not accurate. We're about to dive into that in this live show. I'll be playing for you in a minute anyway. Um, Barbara Sosnowski says, in my opinion, the right or conservatives somehow feel they are born to rule, not serve. That they are more fiscally responsible due to business experience, when the opposite is often proven. Government is not a business. The left have more of a social justice and non-profit approach. And non-profit is not always good for the business side. So I think you can listen to Republicans sometimes when it comes to business policy, monetary policy, but then sometimes they're hypocritical with that as well by spending as much or more in many recent administrations than Democrats do. But it's true, Obama grew the deficit quite a bit. Um, Matthew Corey, our old pal, Roller Dog NC, says, what bothers me the most about the right is their flagrant hypocrisy. Also, they can't seem to have a grown-up conversation about issues. They stick to the talking points and get upset when you don't buy into the alternative facts. Well, I did my best to call out any moments of that during this We The People show. I'll be playing for you in a moment as soon as Twitter answers are done. Uh, at Kirsty0529 there are trains going by. I apologize for the noise. At Kirsty0529 says the regressive left are trying so hard to prove they are the most tolerant of all people that they are actually in fact the most intolerant. The right are full of hypocritical people. Both sides refuse to have real conversations and play identity politics instead. It is true the left these days has become pretty intolerant of other opinions. They're so trying to include every group, but that anybody that has any more traditional values 
they shout them down. That's not a way to have a conversation either. It's totally true. Scott Walton at Sci-Fi Scott says, Personally, I think they both have the same problem. They want to solve the same problems, but do it in a way to say F you to the other side. So unfortunately, nothing gets completed. Ah, it's a lot to tackle. Lori Matheson says, The problem with both sides is that the radical fringe people are the loudest and are who we hear from the most. The majority of us logical thinking people can meet in the middle on every issue. The worst about the right, they're owned by the NRA. That does seem to be true. Marco Rubio asked by a student who survived a shooting this week, can you promise us you won't take money from the NRA anymore? He says, no. Whoever buys into my agenda can buy into it. And literally buying into it, he's phrases as though it's not a problem. That is the problem. We can buy our politicians' agendas. And then he says, the student says to him, we can get you money right here in this arena, matching exactly what the NRA gives you. Will you still not take it? And he goes, no, I won't. And it's such a shame. Why care about one industry's lobby more than you care about human lives and children's lives? It doesn't make any darn sense to me. Again, we'll dive into it in a moment. Jared McMah, MPS, says, As an Australian, the problem with the right is that it is full of Americans. Ditto with the left. Whoa, bro. Painful. It's an aggressive slam on us. Okay? You guys sound like this, though. Hey, we Australians. We think we're better than everybody else, but we live in... We wear overalls and ride on... on didn't go back towards our kangaroo farms. Ha ha. So I just slammed you with a horrible, horrible impression of your accent. So take take that, guy. Um, the dad, Jim Pinto, too, says, the right refuses to accept evidence that does not conform to their worldview. I think both sides do that. Bad Wolf at Omni Crompsy says, the right is too white. A hard dad. And just a few more here I think are worth reading to you. Wow, there's so many brilliant responses people gave to this that I feel like they need to be read. It's just an important time for us to hear both sides and what we consider the problems on the other side. Nathaniel Crawford says, As someone who considers himself left but has friends on the right, the problem with both sides is that oftentimes one is so stuck in their perception of the situation that a constructive conversation that leads to a solution is near impossible. Well, we tried hard in this broadcast coming up let's see how we do oh my gosh cj underscore james one underscore guy underscore says says i am independent and have equal disdain for both worst is both parties use moral superiority as a reason to run further right or left leaving no room to meet in the middle it's all about that base and getting reelected. term limits would solve a lot it really would the fact that people are so afraid to be kicked out of office makes them lose all political courage. Dave Mann GB says, I'm in the middle. I think those who say they are definitely on either side have some ignorance they need to take care of. And with that being said, I also believe the right is more dangerous than the left. Mary K. 15 said, honestly, lack of willingness of either side to have real conversations without throwing out stereotypical comments to each other without really thinking things through. Very true. Barely Barry says the fact that the right says they are for small government, but only when it suits them. They balk at gun control, but are totally fine arresting people for pot or banning abortion or telling you what bathroom to use. Really, it's more about pushing their own moral agenda. Chuck Darrow says the right's family values hypocrisy. Vote against LGBT rights, then get busted looking for a blowjob in airport men's room. Be pro-life, but do nothing about the murder of kids in schools. And... That 
is all I'm going to share with you except this last one where just when I posed the question, what do you think's right, wrong with the, most wrong with the right or left, Aaron at PandaVike22 just posted a gif of Reese Witherspoon from Big Little Lies walking down the street contemplatively with the caption, this could get ugly. And it's about to, as I play for you right now, the We the People conversation, two comics from the left, two from the right, tackling the big issues of our day, live from the Hollywood Improv Lab. It begins now. This is going to be a very fun show today. We have two comedians from the left, two comedians from the right, and we will not leave here until we fix the country. It's going to be great. Say it with me. We will not leave this laboratory room until the country is fixed. We will not leave this laboratory room until the country is fixed. Well, you did better at that than I expected. Pop is leaving. Pop is leaving. You're going to be talking a lot, aren't you, sir? This is great. This is great. This is going to be a good start. Let's just get it started. Okay, here we go. Please welcome to the stage representing the left. You've seen him on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. He won Last Comic Standing and has his own Showtime special called Historically Incorrect. Please welcome Alonzo Bowden. He's coming up. I may as well say the next intro because they're not talking yet. You've also heard our next guest on NPR. There's Alonzo right there. You've heard our next guest. On NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, you've also seen her on Last Call with Carson Daly and the Arsenio Hall Show, Helen Hong, everybody. There's Helen, waving in the darkness. And representing the right, you've seen her on the hit comedy show Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and she was one of the producers and writers for the film Take Me, Love Me, Leave Me. Please welcome Irina Skaya, everybody. Hello, hello, welcome. Hello, thank you. It's kind of weird you're sitting on my left and they're on my right, but I guess it's your right and left, so it works for somebody. And our last guest is the host of the political podcast, We're With Them. He's also a U.S. Marine and has been on the Fox TV show Punchline. Please welcome Mitch Burrow, everybody. All right. Welcome. Thank you all for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you're welcome. I didn't book you, but thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, anyway. Happen to have a free night. <laughs> it's exciting. You guys excited? Yeah. So excited. You got your beer? Yeah, I'm ready. How many deep are you already? This is just my sixth. <laughs> Perfect. All right, good. Uh, by the way, everybody here on the panel is armed. <laughs> with a fact check card. I'm sorry. I didn't oh. read the whole sentence. With a fact check card. That was the wrong time to pause. <laughs> Any time you feel like anybody speaking on the other side is Shoot incorrect, him. kill them. Yes, please. Is incorrect or spreading fake news, you can call bullshit. And our founding father back there, Ken Gar, will look it up and provide us with the correct facts as our con conversation continues. Ooh. So that's exciting. I'm, no I'm going to call so much bullshit. You only have one card. Oh. <laughs> time it. Time it. Damn it. All right, so for our first segment, we are going to try to start with an easy question we hopefully can all agree on, and we call it, Can We All Agree? There, no. All right. <laughs> Why would we show the card at that time? Still no. Okay, good. Forget the visual. There we go, you guys. Timing is everything. Can we all agree that nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about when discussing Bitcoin? Yes. Can we all agree that on this? Yeah. Absolutely That's true. That's pretty good. That's true. Yeah. 
Well, as an intelligent Republican, I do know what I'm talking about. I know you're a Bitcoin person. You invest in Bitcoin. I did. I invested in Bitcoin because I'm better than everyone else. <laughs> How many Bitcoin pieces do you have? Um, Helen, just like a lady's age, you do not ask that question. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is pretty Surprise. much asking what somebody's no. bank account is. That is a very aggressive question. Uh, but you agree most people do not know what the hell they're talking about. Yes, I agree. Most people are not as good as me. Yes, I agree. A <laughs> couple Bitcoin facts. Uh, Bitcoin operates much like Christianity. You have to have faith the money is there. <laughs> Some people say it's the future. Some say it's digital beanie babies. Bitcoin is one of thousands of cryptocurrencies started in 2009, and since it's relatively new, it's a very volatile investment. An argument for this is that Bitcoin aims to decentralize currency so instead of having one point of failure, through using the blockchain, there will be thousands of points of failure. <laughs> it's, it's, there is literally a new kind of Bitcoin that comes joke. out every day. And, but Bitcoin still claims to be like the godfather. Of Bitcoin. But it's kind of like, remember when the fidget spinners were hot for like a minute? Yeah, I bought one. Yeah, and, but did you buy the original one? No. See, nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. It's true. The, nobody cares what the OG Bitcoin is. I bought the fidget cube. You did? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How does that even work? It, it wasn't as fun. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like a cube would spin great. No, yeah, it, it just, just stops. It's got things that you just click on it. Uh, <laughs> it's it kind of dumb. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. Yeah. Also, uh, all transactions on the blockchain are transparent, but also it is impossible to identify who the coin is moving to, so also not at all transparent. <laughs> Isn't this all like the villain's plan in the James Bond movie? I'm just going to make up some new money and take over the world's currency mm -hmm. and like, yeah, sure you are. Yeah, and yeah. no one knows who started either. It's right. a secretive guy in a castle somewhere. Yeah, okay. I, I, it was probably a secretive guy in his mom's basement, really. Uh, I doubt he was in a castle. Yeah, probably. Agreed. Yeah, it just didn't work as well with the Bond analogy. They should have landed that. And even experts like Warren Buffett warned that Bitcoin could cause a financial crash of the markets on the flip side, Warren Buffett, very old. Yeah, yeah, the 95-year-old man can't understand computers. Shocking. <laughs> the 95-year-old man worth over $50 billion. Yeah. Strong counter argument. But yeah. zero Bitcoin. Zero. So. <laughs> I'm going to go with him. I'm going to go with him. With all due respect. Hard cash. Yeah. Always bet on hard cash. Yes. All right. So I feel like this is the only time you would take the side of the 90-year-old white man. <laughs> yeah, I go with the billionaire guy. He's a, actually Warren Buffett's very cool, very cool guy. He, doesn't he still drive like an '89 yeah, like Honda? Like that's just stupid. I think that's there's a stupid. Volkswagen. I like the Honda better. Like he was like, oh, it's a '92 Corolla. Like that's more. I'd be like, oh. he lives in a small, modest house in Nebraska, and then he bought Montana. <laughs> and also, all of those car options, not American cars. What does that tell you? And if he wants, he can buy me tonight. I just want to be very clear about that. I'm also for sale. That's really Conservative sweet. values right Thank here. Conservative whore values. Exciting. Um, okay, then we'll talk after the show. You said it. I'm just re I was just using other adjectives. Escort is the right word. I'm so sorry. Escort. Escort. Does that make the price go up? Yes, absolutely. Of course it does. <laughs> all right, so I think we've gotten along plenty uh, let's move on to a more controversial topic now. Uh, our goal is still to get along and find compromise, but feel free to let it loose at first, and we'll try to re I'll try to rein it into a middle somewhere, some kind of compromise. A platoon of teachers. So we have an unfortunate recurring topic on the show, a topic that, of course, 
That topic, of course, is gun control. Every time that We the People has done a show, days before there's a mass shooting, and they do this show monthly. So, what is new since the last time they talked about gun control on the show, or we talked about it? A lot of things. Last week, a student who had been expelled returned to school, ended up killing 15 students and two teachers in Parkland, Florida. He used an AR-15 assault rifle. I don't want to spend a lot of time on him because we've already heard his story, but he was a loner. Girls didn't like him. He had a troubled past. And just like all the mass shootings before this, members of our government and this administration are pointing fingers at mental illness and not the smoking gun, which would be at least some, which would be at least be something if the government is actually committed to doing something on mental health. That could be some part of a solution. But just days before the tragic shooting, an Obama-era background check for people with mental health issues was revoked as Trump called for that when he first got into office. So that's a good use of priorities. Uh, a big change since the time we talked. Uh, also on hand, the GOP says, on the, sorry, on the one hand, the GOP says mental health is the issue, not guns. Then they revoke mental health background checks to buy guns. Seems a little bit confusing. I'd love to hear thoughts on that. And after the investigation, authorities found a lot of red flags, including YouTube comments where the shooter was saying, I'm going to be a professional school shooter which is not a job even, he went as far as showing off pictures. Pay is very low on it. It does. It pays really low. Bitcoin. <laughs> pays in Bitcoin entirely. Uh, he showed off pictures of his guns to his fellow students and joked about knowing the layout of the school well enough to figure out where students would be in case of a shooting. Um, and I don't know about your timelines, but mine has been full of people screaming to arm the teachers. Give teachers guns. Yes. We barely give them a paycheck, but we want to give them a gun. Um, teachers already want to kill half their students, so I'm not sure how great an idea that is. Um, and, you know, you, you can pretty much guarantee a week into that, you know, Trevor, the annoying kid, will have a straight bullet hit him, probably. Um, but let's talk about where we stand on the idea of arming teachers and the issue more broadly. What reform would the right be willing to make, since the right seems to want to block the reform on this? Can we bump, can we ban bump stocks, as Trump endorsed today? Uh, can we have mandatory background checks in all cases, including gun shows and everywhere? Can we ban assault rifles? Let me briefly summarize the general positions of the left and right, and then we'll open it up to the panel. The left feels like arming teachers is not the answer. Less guns is the answer. Better programs for mental illness is part of the answer. Also, if you give teachers military-grade weapons, they deserve military-grade training and benefits. Our military isn't just trained to shoot guns. There's a lot of physical and psychological training that goes into it as well. And if you expect teachers to meet those requirements, because that is what it takes to protect a platoon, which is what they'd be essentially protecting, you know, 15 to 60 soldiers or students in their class. The right feels like in a school shooting scenario, a highly trained teacher with a gun will be able to take out an active shooter. If it's their narrative of a good guy with a gun can take out a bad guy with a gun, and sure, we have a few crazy people out there, but that shouldn't affect my gun ownership. Furthermore, banning guns wouldn't work. Bad guys will find a way to buy them anyway. Heroin isn't legal, but people are overdosing on it every day. So, panel, let's start with Mitch. You serve the Marines. Yeah. Have at it. Uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead, arm the teachers. Uh, just not the PE teachers. Because the last thing I need is some veteran with PTSD having a flashback during a competitive game with dodgeball. <laughs> Also, let's, if we're going to arm them, let's also bring back paddles and dunce caps, okay? Because that's one of the problems. These would-be shooters have too much confidence. 
We need to put some shame and fear in their hearts, and then they won't be doing it. Ostracizing them further is yes, your suggestion. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. Uh, you guys, what do you think? Go ahead, that one. Speechless. I, um, I saw, uh, the, the best quote I saw on this was by Ken Jennings, the Jeopardy champ. You guys can follow Ken Jennings, he's awesome. Ow! He said, I have seen public school teachers try to work an overhead projector. <laughs> and uh, I am not espousing them having guns. Because it's true, like, they're, you know, like, not to say the teachers aren't heroes, but uh, I've had some pretty crappy public school teachers who, like, they, I'm like, how did you get here? We've all had very crazy teachers yeah, in the like of our they, lives. I don't think. And weak teachers. And, like, and lame teachers and, like, and like women-hating teachers. Like, there's something going on. Just I mean, because just like, you're a teacher doesn't mean that you're necessarily a good guy and to arm you. Try to go back and think about the teachers you've had in your life. What percentage of them would you feel comfortable that if they had a gun, they could take well, out an active shooter. I'd say 3%. Well, keep in mind, their title is teacher. Their title isn't like killer or superhero or, like, like if the job description is like, yeah, I teach third graders. Like, what part of that job description is, oh, and I have an AR-15, I'm ready to spring into action. Like, <laughs> no, your, your job is to teach math. They like want a simple, chill life. They were what looking you for, do. Yeah. You, know, you apply that to this. Like, we're comics sitting here right now. Now, we happen to have a Marine up here who's the only one drinking. But, <laughs> but if this room were suddenly under attack, I don't think anyone's like, yeah, the comics will save us. Like, no, we're going to make fun of you, you dying. You know what? You would be drinking, too, if you had to say you were a Republican just to get booked on shows. <laughs> Mitch. <laughs> I'm not a Republican, but a member of the right. Well, For tonight. <laughs> I think comedians would be good human shields. I, I, I You've heard. Spoken yeah, like useless. a You're not to get booked on shows there. Yeah, we're useless. I, I think it's funny that if you live in a basement, you can either invent Bitcoin or kill an entire room full of kids. I just, I think that's a crazy divide. So maybe he could be, to you know, Takoshi, Toshoki. Choshi? The guy who created Bitcoin. Yes. <laughs> if, uh, if, she knows. Sounds yeah, like I know, an expert. I know everything about Bitcoin. Okay, here's... I think we should not only arm teachers, I think we should arm the prettiest kids in school, too, because... <laughs> because kids that are beautiful and popular do not shoot up schools. So I would give it... I would give... I would mean, give a gun mean to, girl's theory. I would give a gun to everyone. I would be like, Oprah, you get a gun, and you get a gun, and you get a gun. I would make sure everyone... Had, lunch ladies should get guns. Like, oh, oh, Kathy, you're vegan? How about now? Not vegan anymore. So I, I would give a gun to everyone. You're going to make her eat meat at gunpoint? Is that a that? She's not a vegan anymore. Right. I think my, my biggest problem with this whole thing... There's a key point in this, and that was that he was expelled. I never understood this concept of, hey, you seem troubled, and like there's some shit going on at home. Get the fuck out of here. We don't care about you. Or alternative school. Like, hey, you're not doing too good here. We're going to send you to this condemned gymnasium over here. Right, is it getting remodeled? No, it's haunted. And, uh, and Annabelle and Christine won't leave the plumbers alone. So good luck with your alternative education. Like, no wonder some of these like people like freak out. Like, I hate to sound like I'm not a real Republican, but maybe fucking love some people a little bit, and then they, they won't fucking freak out. Every one of these people 
And we always talk about we don't want to hear their story. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe we do need to hear some of these people's stories because a lot of them are very similar. They're ostracized, they're fucked with, they're pushed to the side, and then they lash out. And I'm not saying that they're they're not wrong. They're obviously really fucked up, but maybe they were pushed to be a little fucked up, too. Wait, are you... Yes, I am. Mental health care is necessary. Mental health care is necessary. Mental health care is necessary. He's right. Mental health care is a big issue. And we've always had guns, but there seems to be a a rise in in gun violence. So I think uh, the drugs we give kids uh, could be, you know, something to blame for that. But this isn't just a mental health care issue because, you know, statistically, there are more women with mental health. And none of us are shooting up the schools. Like, okay, not are your problem, statistics so just not. the two women on stage right now? Because that doesn't count. <laughs> and also, by the way, what a great way to phrase that. Just because there are more women with mental health, you mean without mental without health? Without mental health. With okay, mental good. health issues. The opposite. With, with, with yeah, mental health issues. Here's why you don't have to worry about them arming the teachers. Because it costs money. Yeah. So you just tell the Republicans, hey, we have to increase the budget to buy guns. Oh, no, no, no. There'll be no buying of guns. Mm-hmm. Can't the teachers buy their own guns? <laughs> <laughs> like, we need so, paper and Crayola and AKs, I think. So on that broader issue then, for, so if we agree that we're not going to be arming all the teachers on the broader issue, do you think we can have a compromise on this issue? What would be the, what is the, the, the logical reason that the right would not agree to address both mental health legislation, but also to get rid of assault rifles, bump stocks, and have mandatory waiting periods. What, what is the argument What is the mental... What, what do we... I mean, I, I keep hearing that. Uh, what is the mental health legislation that we... Are we hey, that person looks fucking crazy. Let's <laughs> lock them up. Well, no, that's no, a great people, question. Well, people who have been locked up right. for mental health issues have... There was... It used to be like that was on the list. Like, oh, he's been locked up because he hates blank or whatever. He's delusional. Let's not get him a gun. And then they were like, nah, that's not fair. He's American. What do you mean? Gun, right? That was it. was like, yeah, he's American. Let that some bitch have. I don't care if he's locked up being crazy, some bitch allowed to have a gun. I didn't know you could do and an impression of oh, me. Oh, I love, really good. Yeah, I, love I love doing American because it allows me to say the most ridiculous shit that pops in my head and make it sound logical. Do you, mean, so. do you mean locked up as in a psych ward? Yeah. That kind of yeah, like? yeah. Well, we don't really do that in, anymore. We don't really lock people up in psych wards. People we, can be committed by they, members of their family they can. or it's the a, law. It's three to five days, mostly yeah. in a hospital. So after that, you can actually get that record expunged. So it's very hard to prove that again. And then you can get it. Right. So it's very hard to prove that, actually. So no, even, the, even right. those that they know have been in mental institutions. Can, you can still buy a gun. Not only that, pe- men who have beat up their wives and have, like, a restraining order against Criminal them can too. still a get a gun. And with all the respect, Actually, Republicans hold on, hold in on. Congress last year blocked hold on. something saying that if you're on the no-fly list, you shouldn't get a gun. They're like, not even get yeah, a gun. Yeah. Well, because that's a, that's a there's due process involved. And just because you're on the list doesn't mean you've been convicted of anything. And to your point, that is not true. I actually... Was accused. Did you shit out of I, your I, life? No, I was accused of something uh, with a uh, 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 fucking whatever it's called, and I promise it was the second one. Um, no, domestic domestic violence. I was accused of domestic violence. Now, had I been convicted of that, I would not have been allowed to purchase or own guns. 
So that 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 is that th- there are these things you people talk about the Mitch, there I, used Mitch, to be that Mitch. I thought I told you not to mention that tonight. I thought we <laughs> no. talked about this. No, earlier. this was this was like four or five years ago. Yeah. So they repealed that rule. Oh, okay. So <laughs> since the four or five years that that happened to you, now it's like you're cool. That's fine. You beat your wife. Then, no problem. And then Here's also the, the the gun show loophole is another thing that people keep bringing up, but that's not true either. Like when you purchase a gun, whether it's at a pawn shop, a gun store, or a, a gun show, you still have to go through a background check. Now I had an I I, I purchased uh, an AR-15 and a uh, and a Taurus 1911. It's a 45 caliber uh, pistol in about 45 minutes. Yeah. Now. Even I can look at that and go, you know what? That's a little too easy. Okay? <laughs> but to do, it wouldn't have mattered if I was buying it at, at the store I bought it at or at a gun show. I still would have had to fill out that paperwork and, and submit it. The only time... But you have they, to wait to get cleared to get the gun is the whole right. point. Submitting the paperwork no, doesn't no, no. do it, it comes back. They have to fill it out, submit it, and get the response. The only time that you don't have to go through a background check is if it was me selling a gun to you personally as an individual. And gun shows. That's not true. There is a gun show loophole. There absolutely there is. is. That's a myth. Maybe in certain states, maybe the state you buy your AR-15 related question, why did you need an AR-15? Why did you buy one? Because I was in the Marine Corps and I shot Because an domestic issues. You heard him earlier. <laughs> That's why. I had to defend myself. He had a lot of wives he was mad at. <laughs> no, I had one. So I used to use it for drill. And I, I enjoyed doing that. So I purchased okay. it. I ended up getting you rid know. of it later. but So what is just, wrong with having a... 100% for every sale, even private sale, background check. And what is wrong with banning an AR-15, banning assault rifles, to help save children's lives? How else Why? are you supposed to kill a bunny? <laughs> I hunt all the time. The only way to take out bunnies and small rodents is with an AR-15. Everyone knows that. So we all agree that we can okay, get rid of I gotta assault call, weapons? I gotta call bullshit. <laughs> and here's why. No hunter has ever used the term bunny. <laughs> no hunter has ever been, I'm going out shooting bunnies today. That, I call bullshit, judges. Even Elmer Fudd called them wabbits. That's right. No hunter has ever shot a bunny. Well, there's also the case of straw purchasers. So you don't purchase the gun, someone else does, and then gives it to you. You know, right. a girlfriend, a mother, or you can take it from your parents. So there's also that issue, people not locking up their guns. Well, here, here's the thing, and I think Mitch and I... Okay, you know, Mitch, if you spoke for the right, there would be a lot more compromise because you're, you're throwing way too much logic in. <laughs> but you asked about the AR-15. I'm fine with the AR-15 as, a, as I know gun guys, and I get it. They like that gun or whatever. It's just there, there needs to be common sense. So this is my thing with guns, and I've never understood this. We do it with cars. If I sell you my car, I still have to tell the government, Hey, I sold Ben my car. I'm no longer liable for the car. Now Ben's liable for the car. And you have to buy insurance. And you have to have a license to drive a yeah. car. Why are guns so, less regulated right. than so everything guns, else? So, because so more like, people die in vehicle accidents. Yeah, but, but well, vehicles aren't that's used... True. But via, they always more say people that, die of old age. We ban life. By the way, this doesn't mean this is a comedy if show. Something that's I, I, I am throwing out things to be funny. But yes, if there are things that specifically are meant just their sole purpose is killing things, 
that is a different situation than people also die doing Have necessary things. Have you been on the 405? Things. I feel like a lot of people feel the same way about their car. Well, now, I will tell you, on the 405, I've been in L.A. for quite some time. I'm a big advocate of freeway shootings. <laughs> <laughs> there was, you know, you the fuck off the road. There hey, wasn't man. a lot of distracted driving. You start shooting people, they put that cell phone down. Ken, right, go ahead. All right, guys, I looked up the uh, gun show loophole, so... Here's uh, from PolitiFact. Uh, federally licensed gun sellers are required to run background checks, but not all sellers are required to be licensed. Some of those unlicensed sellers sell at gun shows. Also, it's not clear how many sellers are licensed and how many are not. Some studies are out of date. Finally, experts warn that the phrase gun show loophole is imprecise at best, but people do buy guns without having to go underground, uh, undergo background checks. So just wanted to throw out some facts there. I would like to point out that no one called a bullshit card. This, this show is obviously leaning one way. <laughs> I mean, look, yes. we're, we're all wearing uh, blue. I think we're leaning all the same yeah, way. It's so <laughs> unfair to lean towards not killing kids. we got to keep that right down the middle but, but, on both sides of that I, controversial issue. Can I say in all fairness, I really appreciate that you guys have not cried one time this entire debate. So thank you for that. Thank you. I appreciate You're very welcome. using logic. It's still and early. Not a bullshit. Don't worry, I have a stack of snowflake hankies <laughs> in my purse ready to go. So can we agree on that? So I can move on to the next topic. Do you think it's fair that we can have in 100% of, of cases, background checks, just that one first. Do we agree? There's no harm in that. You still get your gun. Sure. Every yeah. gun you want. Absolutely. Just wait a little bit longer. Absolutely. Shouldn't get a gun faster than you can get toilet paper on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. We can agree with that. Okay. You agree that we can ban bump stocks? Yeah. Even President Trump said that. Yeah, even Trump said that. <laughs> For today. I'm you you have to be a real that. asshole to go further to the right than President Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I... I agree, but I will say it's going to be kind of hard for me. My cousin Oleg actually provides a lot of those bump stocks from Russia. <laughs> so it's going to be a financial hit, but I love America. So I'll allow Thank it. you so much, Irina. And do we agree that we can ban assault rifles? We don't need them for protection. It doesn't do anything for us. It's fun to shoot, but maybe we can just keep it to guns that don't kill people at a rapid rate. Let's just keep killing our people at like a nice, leisurely one, one pace. One by one, right, right. Is that yeah. cool? Leisurely no. Leisurely killing's cool with you, Mitch. <laughs> I mean, look, man. I, I hate to tell you this, but I'm. I can. <laughs> I just. I. I feel like you have this idea of what a, the the so-called assault rifles are. They just look different. It, I will say this: if you want to put a ban on high 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 capacity magazines, that's that's fine. That makes sense. Nothing more than a ten round capacity. But an AR-15 is no different than a six millimeter hunting rifle. It, it looks different and, it, and someone sees that and they're like, that's what I'm gonna use. But it's there's- semi-automatics, anything that shoots can, more than one ask, bullet at a time. Nothing shoots more than, no, you no, have to pull the trigger every single time. I understand that, but it's like, it's pretty much automatic. How many, how many people <laughs> But most, most hunting rifles that you get, are they saying not everything is a bolt action or a lever action? I, like, well, how many people on this panel have shot a gun? Just. Okay, okay, so, okay, we know I have shot the shit out of a gun yeah. at a gun range legally. Yeah. And I don't own one, and I don't feel the need to own I'm one. I'm going to buy a gun. I want a gun. I didn't Helen, have... when did you start calling the alley behind your apartment a gun? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy a gun. I you back there And you know why I would never buy a gun? Because I have a rage management problem, and I would kill a motherfucker the first goddamn day. <laughs> a Democrat would rage on issue? The, I would get on the 101, and someone would be dead within minutes, and I know that about myself, hence I don't give myself that right. Whereas... 
people are just not as, uh, you know, have know, know thyself, right? Know thyself and know you'll kill a motherfucker so don't own the gun. I'll agree with Mitch on types of guns. I will, I will give the respect to gun experts on knowing different types of guns and what they're used for. But what he said about the magazine, that's very important. Like, you don't need a military-style 30 or 50-round clip. 10, 10 rounds is plenty. Like, if someone breaks in your house and you get 10 shots and you can't kill him, <laughs> fuck you, he can kill you. You had, you had 10 tries. You didn't take that son bitch out. That's he right. can take you out and you have to give him your gun. You have to say, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm not protecting myself. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You try it. Yeah, plus, you're always allowed to do Antonio Banderas double gun style. No yeah. one's trying to ban that. Yeah. So now you got 20 bullets. <laughs> Moving on. Can we all agree? Put your phone down and fucking drive. Can we agree with this? Oh my god! I don't know why I just yelled at myself. Which, I do this. I do this. I which is and drive. my point about freeway shootings? We did not have. You will focus. You understand? Just pick off. I'm not saying a lot, but every rush hour, just one. Well, can I just make a point? I think the more we actually use our phones the more practice we get, right? So we'll get better at it. So I think, if anything, we should be doing it more often. That's a terrible idea. Hey, Mitch, Sorry, I get... Mitch, you want to sit over here? No, man, I'm good. I, I don't understand Patriarchy. How, how He's people... getting more and more left the more beer he drinks. Like, <laughs> He's just getting more, like, so gonna get be... him another beer, he's going to be, like, over Mitch here. Mitch is going to be gay married by the time the show's over. <laughs> I don't understand why people use their phones to text anyway. I always have Netflix playing on mine, so... <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, we had a very controversial gun debate there. I think we were going to try to calm it down with something that's a lot less uh, controversial. The Me Too movement. Let's discuss it. The Me Too movement, as we know, it started with Harvey Weinstein. Oh, article God, exposing I'm getting him. Me Too! Oh, that's that Me Too! Oh, shit. Me Too! Is it Me Too if you like it? Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, why can't you Me Too me? I'm, I'm, I'm too shy. All right. a, little, a little more beer, and then I'll get lucky too. <laughs> okay, so uh, we that, all is know that what women yell now, Helen. I'm getting me too. Getting me too. <laughs> well, I actually yell, "Why not me too?" That's what I always yell. <laughs> it also just ruined the phrase "me too." It comes up a lot in conversation. I can't say it anymore. Someone's like, "I want to go to lunch." I want to go to Carl's Jr.? Me too. Oh, I didn't mean that. I didn't. Very I as well want to go to Carl's Jr. I as well would like to go. Uh, so as more and more women share their stories, more powerful men have been brought down, in many cases rightfully so. But are all accusations equal? For example, should Harvey Weinstein and Aziz Ansari be lumped, lumped into the same category? Obviously not like size-wise, but as, as people. Is what Louis C.K. did as bad as, say, cat-calling women? I think we can all agree there's a lot of gray area in this issue that we need to discuss because a lot of people are losing their careers and getting shamed. I shame. think that was written a little backwards. Right? I, <laughs> I think Louie kind of outranked catcalling women. That was written backwards, yes. Yeah, yeah. Is catcalling women as bad as, say, what Louis C.K. did? I don't, I don't know. There Louis C.K. always asks for permission. Catcallers don't <laughs> do that. If I have to ask for forgiveness. Nobody's ever like, hey, can I, can I yell at you about the, your ass? Is that okay? Uh, All right. True. That's but true. Louis C.K. really had a loophole there with the I asked for permission and then didn't wait for an answer. <laughs> Asking is not a question if well, you don't he, wait for wait, an answer. Hey, can we all say he came on his own stomach, so how bad was it really, right? <laughs> bad for his stomach, I guarantee you that. How do you not work for Fox News? I tried to get hired, that's why how I'm here, Alonzo. not hired, you gotta go blonde. 
That's the only thing in the way of you exactly. being in The second you go blonde, you're in. They you're have a blonde, in. so maybe... They have they all the blonde. They're all blonde. They're all blonde. Right, so they are, they're all like different versions of Tommy Lauren. It's Tommy? Tommy's a Tommy? No, it's Tommy. Tommy Lauren, yeah, it's Tommy Lauren. But it's spelled weird. It's whatever you put me on the air as. So, okay, but what are the proper steps? So, right now the issue is a lot of people are saying there's no due process. Even Trump is tweeting there's no due process. People are being convicted in the court of public opinion without there actually being any formal criminal accusations. Careers are being torn down. Some things are he said, she said. And what do you guys think? What, where do we stand on this issue? Because I know, let, let's start with you, Irina, because I know you, you, you seem to, to uh, take issue with a lot of women's claims in this Me Too department. I, okay, not only women, uh, men too, by the way. There are a lot of men that have been sexually assaulted. It's just Terry Crews. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Uh, but to the Aziz, to speak to the Aziz situation, uh, I think we could have known he was a creep. He did say he was into vintage cameras. I, I think that's the first time. Uh, I, so I, I do think it's in... <laughs> She's lucky she fucking lived through the night, man. That's, I, that's a serial killer thing. I can't. I do think it's an issue, but I, I'm originally from Russia. I grew up there. So what I consider an issue is a little different here. I mean, my mom got grabbed on a train when she was 16 years old. You know, someone grabbed her boobs, and um, that man turned out to be my dad. So I'm just saying, I think sometimes it's a compliment, and it's your future husband. It's called courtship. Thank you, Mitch. And I thank you. So, okay, to, I do. Right now, I feel like it's turning into. So, first it was me too. Then uh, time's up, and now it's going to be your next. I mean, not you, sir. Someone else. Uh, so I, that's the issue. It's just whoever is next, and I think there should be levels of it. So what Louis did is not as bad as what Harvey did. There should be punishment, but I don't think we should be ruining people's lives. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. Mitch? Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like Louis was kind of a gentleman, you know? Like, he, he asked for permission every time. Uh, and, then, and, then, and then when Rebecca Corey said no, he was like, uh, all right. You know, like he just walked away. I mean, look, I can fucking walk to my car out on uh, Melrose here, two blocks down, and see two guys jerking off before I get there. I'd much rather Louis C.K. do it. In fact, if he did, I would just be like, well, thank you for this opportunity, sir. Thank you for letting me open for you. Thank you. Also, and, and then putting... Putting someone like Aziz in, into this category is really kind of, like, shameful. Like, someone said it was, like, 3,000 words of revenge porn. And, and that's what it, it was like. This girl had, like, a bad experience, a bad sexual experience, and then she tried to shape. Do you realize what would happen if every woman that I had sex with <laughs> poorly then went and wrote a blog? I would be so fucking famous right now. <laughs> all of that media attention. There would be three articles. All right. <laughs> That's two more than Aziz <laughs> But I know, I know you and I talked about this, Irina. Like, in this instance, I do agree. There really has to be lines because it really does hurt the cause of Times Up and Me Too when anybody can just write an article about a bad sexual encounter. Because that article listed a few things. Right, first it, it said uh, this was night was very awkward. He served me white wine when I said I like red. <laughs> I like red. That's not sexual assault. I'm sorry. And 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 then. She kept saying... I think that was just a 23-year-old being annoying as fuck. Yeah, I think that was so. just an that, example that, of that. That and was then, the writer, by I feel the way. Like, I, going, like, what... Like, keep it, like, just trying to build, like, an atmosphere. Build a story, right. It was, it was like... But then, but then she outlines the assault, and she says, 
he kept putting his fingers in my mouth repeatedly and then kind of tries to breeze by and then I blew him for a little bit. I'm sorry? <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty confident saying that once you blow somebody right, voluntarily, all the pre-blowing stuff is erased from the conversation. And because, you know what I mean? And then also, I don't know how your mouth the works. The blowjob becomes like the birth of Jesus. It's like BC yeah, it's or AD. It's like, it's yes. like, okay. Yes. And then I don't know how your mouths work, but uh, you can't put your fingers in my mouth. You can put your fingers more, in my mouth. More, wow, thank you. Uh, you, you. You can't put your fingers in somebody's mouth more than maybe one time. One time, maybe you don't see it coming. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. But after that, you can bite your teeth in your mouth. Ben, You've never been to like... prison, have you? No, bitch. No, I have not. Put my fingers in your mouth all I want, buddy. Uh, I'm buying an AR-15 tonight. <laughs> We're coming together. All right. We're like... not coming together, bitch. That's why I'm buying the AR-15. Oh, you read the article about me, huh? <laughs> Do you feel like it infantilizes women that instead of saying, hey, men, I'm, I need you to stop being into women and women i just need you to be weak victims i think we should be growing stronger women we're not weak if we keep saying we're strong and we're equal to men then if you're not having a good time on a date you need to say i'm getting out of here amen yeah you can't have that both ways i agree i mean you're right the the the, the, see my problem was the second time she blew it it might have been an accident, but that second one, yeah. Yeah, I've blown many bits by us. Right. Now, you mentioned it's Terry Crews. It's hard to Cruz. fall face you, first into a dick twice. Right. You, you mentioned Terry Crews and the men. I, Terry Crews, God bless her. How do you not punch the guy in the fucking face? Right. Like, right. like, if I'm at a Hollywood party and a man randomly grabs my dick... I'm going to knock the shit out of him. Unless, like, unless he's with CAA. Yeah, even, yeah, yeah. CAA. even so. Even so. <laughs> well, who are you with? Wayne Morris? I don't see him. No, there's a certain point where you just got to punch a guy in the face. And, and grabbing my dick is that point. You know? It's like, I can't... I can't oh, Let me take poor, notes. Poor Terry Crews. <laughs> Poor Terry Crews is going to be scarred for life. Have you seen Terry Crews? Yeah, they do. Yeah, Terry Crews. I think, you know, this was one where, I listen, I'm all for, I understand the Me Too movement, I, what you were saying about women being strong enough. But I want to see the guy who can grab Terry Cruz's dick and not be afraid. You know, yeah. you know how. But that's holy that's shit. a perfect what example. That was the example of why. Even the Rock would be worried about an ass whipping <laughs> yeah. when grabbing Terry yeah, Cruz's Terry dick. Yeah. It's one thing to grab Kevin Hart's. But that's dick. the. <laughs> now you grab Kevin Hart's dick, you're pretty much well. Kevin's gonna I punch mean. me in the leg. <laughs> you try to get up on the Super Bowl stage one more time. I'm hitting. Your dick, right? You understand right. this, Kevin? Yeah. But I feel like that is—that's a perfect example, in all seriousness, of why a lot of women are afraid because they're not like even if if Terry Crews, who's nine and a half feet tall and jacked, is feeling a little bit afraid to say something because this very powerful man is grabbing his junk. Imagine every woman who's not the size of Terry Crews being like, could you take your right. hand out of well, my vagina right well, now? Well, that's why I carry so, a switchblade. So if I ever get touched, I just turn around and stab them. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that keeps me safe. Yeah. And single. And, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I do feel One like... One more time. Can Mitch, can you just sit over here? <laughs> I, I do feel like public shaming, though, is... Mm-hmm. 
good in a lot of these instances um, because they're not, you know, a lot of these people aren't being treated the same way. Like Aziz Ansari, the story came out and there were millions of women who were like, this girl is a little... Women are not women like... Have a bullshit detector. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. a lot of ours went off with this girl who wrote this, like, this babe.net article being like, uh, <laughs> right. first of all, you're on babe.net. Like, what even is that? I also love that she had the most purest grace. Why not just call her Mother Teresa? I mean, she had the nicest name. It, it made her seem like a victim. And that's why I'm so against this because we're not victims. We are strong, but yeah. if we keep acting like we need someone to be there, you know, I was thinking we should actually have uh, a moderator there and just every time we have a sexual encounter and just take notes, consensual, non-consensual, consensual, just just have a guy there. They do have a form now. They do have well, a form. Go, yeah. and guys are getting like, well, yeah, I'll fuck you, but you got to sign this first. <laughs> right. Which, which There's a floor? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which ain't a you bad about idea. You do the floor? No. I kind of, animal sex have you ben. been having? Formless. Ben Glebe has been having formless sex. Formless sex. Ben, I went to get a form. They were like, nah, you ain't got that kind of money. And you got nothing to worry about. I know Let they have an app. They are going to get $8. Yeah. And also, Grace is a very beautiful name. Irina in Russian, I don't know if you know this, is Alcada bitch. I don't know if you know that. It's very intense. But, but so, I think that... Now, wait. I just want to say one more thing, Ben. Some men are just going to have to take the hit. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's like, hey, I'm sorry you were falsely accused, but... You, Alonzo, as a, a black man, time. you cannot be saying that. <laughs> no, we, we're... Fuck that. We love seeing white men take the hit. We're like, <laughs> let me tell you, check with us in 200 years for having sympathy for you. You know what I mean? That, that, yeah, but who are the... Like, what, what men... You know why you don't predominantly see? get get accused of of something like that, and it's a lot of black men. No, yes. no, we get accused of it accused on the level rape. of women right. throwing you. That's what I'm in, saying. No, That's we get accused talking. in the level of we're going to throw you in jail for rape, not we're going to take away your Hollywood job. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. two True. different. No. You're, you're you're talking about. Two I get that, but I'm I'm saying things. sexual assault so, and rape. Is that that is what a lot of black men have been right. accused but, of. But again, it's on a completely different level. I'm not it's talking not, about the Aziz Ansari well, situation. But that's what I'm saying. It's on a completely different level. If I get accused of rape, it ain't going to be an Aziz Ansari situation. You know, you know how many brothers would be happy like, oh, she said I can't fuck good. <laughs> I'll take that hit. You know what I mean? Like, no, we're talking right. about facing real criminal yeah. charges. So, so maybe- let's not mix up. let's not mix up Hollywood bullshit with real criminal accusations. That's what black but, men but have had th- There is the problem. We're talking about Hollywood bullshit and how it bleeds over and, and dulls real, real shit. It real doesn't. It, do- it absolutely doesn't. At no point is, is uh, a black man falsely accused of attacking a white woman worried about the Me Too angle. It just doesn't happen. It, you're talking about two completely different worlds. Boy, this got away from comedy real quick. <laughs> but, but honestly, you're, you're talking about two completely different yeah. worlds. No black man falsely accused of a crime is worried about if the Me Too movement is mad at me. But the, and women the reason who... you don't see a lot of this in the black community, right? You don't see a lot of black women with this. You know why? Because every black woman has a cousin that ain't afraid to go to jail. Like, your boss did what? I'll be right there. <laughs> Next thing you know, Ray Ray gonna fuck somebody up. Let me tell you. 
Hey, if Ray Ray knew about Michael Weinstein, this shit would have ended a long time ago. Is that Harvey's brother, Michael? Was he also? Harvey. Harvey. Oh, my mistake. I, I will say, uh, when this, so first it was Me Too and then it became Time's Up, uh, I thought the Time's Up movement was um, for men who don't come fast enough. Uh, it was, you know, Time's Up, Mark, I gotta get to work early in the morning. So it was very confusing to me, but thank you for explaining it. Is that the problem, men? So trying to find solutions then. What are some things? Do women need to come out with like guidelines, like some viral video that explains to men what the line is, what's acceptable there, or not, I what permission like is? There is a there is a cultural problem in that oh, a woman that I met on Tinder, uh, we're dating now, uh, she asked me what percentage of men have done creepy shit. And I said, 100. Yeah, because yeah. because here's it, whether it's Louis C.K. jerking off in front of people or me on a date making out with a girl, putting my hands on her pants, she says no, I'm like, okay. And then I start kissing her neck like, well, maybe this will like, I'll try again. That She has already said no, but because in our society... Women are taught, hey, you're a precious flower, guard yourself, don't just give it up. And men are taught, look, she likes you, but she's going to say no, but that doesn't mean she wants, like, you got to earn it. You got to try and get it. We got to, like, first of all, women need to be, like, hey, if you want to have sex, fucking have sex. And men, if they say no, just accept it as no. There's this idea that you got to fucking keep trying. And you got to well, go. Men are work. charged with being the initiators in our society. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah. So, so that makes a very hard line. So it, it, um, you know, one thing I talked to a friend of mine who talks a lot publicly about rape culture said that men should be allowed to try something once. But to your point, sometimes you do have to try a second time. You just Agreed. can't be aggressive about it. Because girls do sometimes then. They don't Agreed. want they'll, they'll you know what would, the you first know five what minutes, would, but then ten minutes in, they doubt. You know what would help that situation a lot is if we stop calling women sluts and whores. Because the reason why... What did they ask you to? We live, <laughs> live in a society... Because someone asked me once, are women less sexual than men? And women are not less sexual than men. Women absolutely are as sexual as men. But we're taught not to be. Oh, I call bullshit. Can I call bullshit on that one? Can you call bullshit on that one, Ken? Is that fact-checkable, Ken? Yes. Uh... You don't have Literally. any sluts or whores back yeah, there. Actually, <laughs> guys, uh, according to the documentary Planet Earth, uh, we should just go back <laughs> to birds doing plumage. Plumage. If every man walked around with plumage and did dance, I think we'd be fine. Those are called sports cars. Was your calling bullshit on what? On the fact that yeah, women are, are as sexual? Yeah, I'm calling bullshit. You think they're less sexual? Yes, I think women are not as sexual as men, and I will tell you why. Uh, I don't see a lot of gang rapes by women, okay? I'm but that's not sexual, that's violence. But that's still sex. That's violence. But that's still sex. And some of them get off on the violence. It's violent. It's a violent act more than it's a sexual. But, but it is both. It is both. Is what I'm I never saying. understand that people say rape is about violence more than sex. No, they're not just beating the person yes. up. They're having sex they're with the person. But it's control. There's still penetration. Also, men don't have near as many headaches in my experience. Well, that's different. You'd be hard-pressed to get a man to say no. Yeah. Under any totally. circumstances. That's why gay know. men have so much sex, because yeah. both parties are always down. Yeah. So like you said, of... just walk down the street here in West Hollywood. Are you, are you down for tonight, then? Is that... Okay. <laughs> 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 
You got right up. Ben, Ben, can you be our moderator for tonight? Yes. Do you have the form? He doesn't even have the form. I don't think that's the first time. I have a lot of copies in my trunk. I don't think that's the first time Ben has moderated for me. problem with a lot of the public shaming that's been happening with the men because uh considering how many women who have accused men of like bad behavior and been called liars because apparently all women are fucking liars like we're no now it's you you know the culture that we are in that calls women liars are is the culture that's now established the position where all right well then if we're all liars you're all fucking rapists wait are you saying women don't lie because i know i do are you are you saying women if we're equals men lie fine we're equal Women lie too, right? But not all women lie. Okay, but how do we know? Should we take an innocent? If you say, if you if you look at over one hundred accusers of Bill Cosby and say all those bitches are liars, I never said that. Guess though. what? All you motherfuckers are right. But nobody said that, including myself. All I'm saying is there a are a lot of people said that. I just think Helen is saying we have to flip certain use of terminology. I'm talking about it in my act. It's like we men have been pulling for a long time this like reverse psychology on women of terms. Like, slut-shaming is a pretty insane one that we've gotten away with for so long. Because we all know dudes that have said to us, hundreds of dudes have said to us shit like, Dude, 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 I fucked four girls last week. Sluts. And it's like, no, is you're that, the slut, bro. You're the one is, fucking everybody. Is that a Donald Trump quote? Is that, is that before or after be. you grabbed the pussy? It might be a Trump quote. If I tweeted it. I'm the best at fucking people everywhere <laughs> in the Only world. Only friends' wives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I do think some women lie. I know this. Uh, I some women lie, and some men are rapists. I agree. So that's what I'm saying. Instead of all men are scum, all women are liars. That's I, right. Right. But you just said because women we don't live. Lie. It, we live in a culture that for so long has said if you are right. a woman, automatically you are. Right. There's suspicious Helen, about and, you. Are, there's something Helen's suspicious saying, about you. I'm what, suspicious about myself. What Helen said so, about uh, women being allowed to be sexual. It, it's absolutely true. Like, they should be allowed to. And a lot of women are like, yeah, I want to, but I can't. Right. Because I don't want you to call me a society's slut. bullshit. Um, that is a shame. Or, yeah. Men, men always say that every time I bring it up, they say that, and then they'll turn around and be like, oh, she was a whore. Well, can I ask you then? There's, right. They had this uh, uh, woman's, not the woman's march, but they had the slut walk, and it was hosted by a woman. A lot of women were there to take back that word. That's so right. if women continue to call themselves sluts, is that okay? Yes. Yeah. If we're taking it back as an empowering. Yes, yeah, like the N-word like for the black N-word. people. Right, right. Or Same like, idea. Or like for Jews, what would it be? Rich? Is that I, the word? Is that the word we're doing? I'll take that. I, I, I feel like that's a bad idea. <laughs> I just, I don't. I the 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 girl that I'm dating off of Tinder. She told me to Mitch call. Mitch just wants everyone to know he has a girlfriend. Do you guys hear Mitch? Has and a that he's on Tinder still. Yeah. But she she told me to call her a, a slut one night when we were having sex, and it felt wrong. Uh, <laughs> See, you should be sitting on. But, this but then, but then, you were the most sensitive Republican I've ever met in my life. So sweet. I, I, Mitch just wanted the gift. He's, Look, he said it felt wrong, but he still did it. Okay. Because I respect women. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to make her wishes come true. It's nice of you. Mitch. I love her. But this is also the other thing about this culture. It's also generational, right? Because that whole thing. I mean, it's just it's just like the old racists. You know, they're dying off. They, they're just dying. A new ones are being born. They're they dying die. off. They, they, they try to train. They try to train the next generation, but then the next generation makes a friend from a different race or a different country or whatever. And find out, oh, Grandpa's 
fucking full of shit. Like, this Mexican guy's cool as shit. Or this black guy's cool. Well, it's the same thing with the culture between men and women. If you, when you see a younger culture is more accepting of women, treat women more, and see women more as equals in many ways. So you try, you can't teach them that old bullshit of like, oh, she really wants it. It's like, no, I'm not going to rape her. You know, like they're, they're but just, Trump is trying you know, hard to like give a last hurrah to these dying races, though. Yeah, and, sure. and, and they're 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 having their their good run, and they're they're gonna have. They're not gone by any means. I had I had a guy tweet to me. I was, I tweeted about the NBA All Star Game, and he said he likes basketball now. You know, it's better with the three point game and the Smash Brothers and the clock. And the Smash Brothers are, are Steph Curry and uh, Michael Thompson. And he said, Yeah, I'm gonna adopt them as honorary white guys because they shoot jump shots. And I was like, you know, I'd like to get mad at him, but he remembers basketball before a shot clock. It's like, when you're that old, I can't get mad so at you. Like, you're, like still, a- you're still used to fucking chess passes and stuff like that. You, like, so, so I can't, like, this is the kind of old racist you just want to pat him on the head. Like, you, right. you're all right. He's like a cute, a you, cute you, grandma. You, yeah. you enjoy the last four years of your life watching basketball. <laughs> it, you know. They, so we have, to, we have to move on, but just quickly then for a solution. Can we agree maybe a solution for the, or a, a compromise spot for the Me Too issue is that we need to let women and support let women have this ability to speak out publicly and to rally behind each other and to call people out for being dicks. You know what? You know but what? also not stand for when they say all women must be believed. No, we still have critical thinking brains and can case by case basis sometimes decide. How that do we do, but how do we decide that with evidence or I'll let you listen? Listen, <laughs> Mitchell pull out his AR fifteen and have old school if justice on well, it. No, though, if, okay, if you're saying we agree some women are telling the truth, fine. But how do we decide? Is it court? Is it, like, throw her throw her in the water, and if she swims, she's a witch. I mean, she's guilty. Uh, is that, floats. like, floats? Sorry, thank you. I uh, think mostly I'm, just Twitter polls, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. We, we have to just admit that, well, and not even admit. How about we accept the idea that Listening to a woman is not a revolutionary idea. It's torture. It's not a gift to women to say, you know what, I'm going to listen to what you have to say. Like, the fuck, fuck you. Well said, sir. Yeah. And Mitch, any thoughts on that? <laughs> Please. Helen and Arena, give me a second here. Talking, <laughs> Wait, talking with the boys. Wait, I actually, that's a good point. Maybe you three should leave because me and Helen are the only ones who actually can discuss this topic. So, Ben, Alonzo, Mitch, you should leave. That's right. Men are allowed to have opinions. Anymore. Not I forgot. allowed. I Not forgot. Allowed. I forgot. All right. Moving on to our next topic, our last major topic before we go into our last segment, which will be a little lighter, perhaps. Uh, Russia and Trump. So, Mueller finally came out with these indictments a few days ago. Yes. 13 to Russia with love. Yes, it's a beautiful makeout scene up there. Uh, 13 Russian nationals. Don't let Pence see that picture. Because <laughs> mother, mother will make him stay home. Oh, I was going to say, because his dick picture. will get hard. <laughs> that hasn't happened. Pence loves this shit. <laughs> so, the question here is... Helen's filthy. Now Sorry. now that, that Mueller came out with these indictments... It's, you know, 13 Russian nationals, it's been proven this big company, three companies, in fact, that did indeed try to influence the uh, the 2016 election, which obviously we already all knew because 13 of our intelligence agencies already confirmed it a long time ago, and Trump refused the entire time to ever acknowledge it, and then now, finally, with these, with these indictments, is sort of half semi-acknowledging it while still saying it might not be Russia, could be a fat dude on a computer, 
why is it that the right does not think it is, what I think, treasonous yep. for the President of the United States to literally side with our enemy over our own, our own intelligence agencies? That is the definition of treason, because siding with our enemy to give comfort to our, to our enemy over our own nation and our own sovereignty. Are you ad-libbing? That's not what I read before yeah. I came here tonight. I feel like the question's being posed a little bit differently than I prepared for. Yeah, yeah. It's called, it's called, All right, which place called The Improv. Improv. Well, here, here, here's the thing. This is, what, this is what I think is great. In 2012, when, uh, when Mitt Romney was running against President Obama, he said, Russia is our number one geopolitical foe. And people said... This guy is a fucking idiot. We're not living in the 80s anymore. Why would we be concerned about Russia? And now, here we are, and he was absolutely right. And in hindsight is 2020. I would like to say this, and this is the only thing uh, where I'm not trying to tell a joke. I really, w I like President Obama, but I really wish Mitt Romney would have beat him in 2012 because the Republican Party would have took a totally different path. It would still be respectable, and we wouldn't be being run by Donald Trump right now. That is the biggest problem that ever happened: is that someone looked at that guy and was like, "He's a Mormon. We can't trust him." And he, speaks, and, he, and he thinks we're living in a 1980s action sure. movie, and Russia is our enemy. That was not the only reason people didn't vote for yeah. Romney, because he was Mormon. He thought 47% of the country were completely dependent idiots that weren't that weren't of their own of their own power and their own ability to succeed in life. You mean deplorables? I was eating, I was eating bullet points. Yeah, but the deplorable side won this time, so that's not the issue either. That's not the reason Mitt Romney didn't win. And I, and I think it's a little bit of a strange argument to say, I wish the biggest problem is that Obama won because the Republican Party that was already espousing all of these ideas that were denigrating of people's rights and of people's freedoms and of people's ability to, to be helped out by a society that should care about them, we should have elected him because now they've fallen further into what they've been trying to become for a long Mitt time. Mitt Romney was very much a moderate candidate, and he would have been much more down the middle than anybody else. And and Barack going, Obama won because he was a fantastic fucking president. Right. Yeah. That's right. why he won. Not, it just, had nothing to do with Mitt yeah, Romney. I feel Barack like Obama taking... was fucking incredible as a president. If you look at where the country was in 2008 and what he was handed to what he did in 2012, the amazing thing is that we were surprised he won. Yeah, he, he killed way more civilians overseas than any other president before him, and he also deported way more illegal immigrants than anybody else. So I as say, a Republican, I believe I'm going to a pretty good the job. the U.S. economy. <laughs> I, I will say... But you're, you're missing what, American, you're missing what I'm bit. saying. He saved the U.S. auto industry, right? He was, he was responsible for the mission that killed bin Laden. He... he Save the, the unemployment from savings to loan. five. Unemployment, like any one of these things, as a Republican would have made him a superstar. But Alonzo, imagine being a Republican. Everyone, there's a Russian on stage right now, so please. Where? There is a Russian Where? on stage. <laughs> She's Ukrainian. So, so oh, what you talk Where? about when getting getting back to this topic? Let's get let's get back on time. Forget about the 2012 election. I understand what you're saying that maybe the Republican Party would be more respectable if Mitt Romney had won. But you know what? This is who the Republican Party chose. So yeah. too bad. Like you can't say, yeah. oh, we, well, this is who you chose, and this is and this is who America chose. And you keep I say it all the time. Listen, Donald Trump is America's president. There's a ton of people who voted for Donald Trump that won't admit it. They won't say it, but they definitely voted for him. 
So, so acting and like that's he's what, not I'm American. I'm too young to vote. It wasn't me. <laughs> and that's, that's why the question here exactly was that. Why is the Republican Party continuing down this road with Donald Trump? Why don't they separate themselves and say this extreme, narcissist, evil, racist person is not what we are? So then your Romney theory is ridiculous because they actually want somebody more extreme and worse and more polarizing than Mitt Romney. Because they can at any time say, this guy is not us. Congress can start articles of impeachment. They can at least censure him. They can at least... Go, sometimes speak publicly against him and not just try to get more tax cuts while selling everything America stands for down the river, including even just basically our sovereignty. I really don't like that he doesn't have as cool friends as Obama, Jay-Z, and Beyonce. Uh, so that's my biggest issue with him. I would just like him to have cooler friends. Well, you got Kid Rock. Okay, like I said, cooler friends. Yeah, like <laughs> you get cool friends when you're not an asshole. Yeah. What side are you on, Ben? I'm in the middle, in the exact middle. <laughs> I just I can't sit here and defend and defend President Trump. I didn't vote for him. I don't like him, so I'm a bad person to talk about it. But as far as America and Russia being friends, I don't know how old you are, but I was born in 1980, so I remember the Cold War. And yeah, I would much rather be friends with those people than thinking that. We're going to get fucking a nuclear bomb dropped on us at any time. That was not a fun time period. Yeah, but that being friends is not... Friends don't tamper with friends' elections. Yes, they do. Friends don't fuck with their friends' elections. You've never dated anybody and your friends were like, hey, that guy's not really right for you. And then they dated him? Oh, Helen, uh-uh, girl. No. Okay, I, just, I wish anyone in the GOP... Like, clearly no one in the GOP has seen Rocky Four. Like, not, or, well, you know, or any of the movies back in Die the, Hard, in yeah. the Die Hard, or any Trump. of the movies where like the Russians yeah. are the enemy. Like we went through an entire yeah. Cold War. Like wait, are you basing real life on Rocky movies? No, no. Rocky Four, Rocky, oh, Rocky movies are a great thing to base real life on. Right? I guarantee you that Trump thinks that Putin is his good friend, and Putin thinks if he dies, he dies. Amen. No, Amen. no, I don't think so. I, Putin loves Trump. Because Trump is so easy for Putin to manipulate. No, Putin's sure. a very smart man, and he knew that if you put this egomaniac in, all I have to do is stroke his ego, and he'll do exactly what I tell him. And getting back to what you said about the Cold War, with all respect to you being born in 1980, I was born in the 1960s, so I was actually an adult during the Cold War. And this is just a different form of warfare. The threat isn't nuclear anymore. The threat is cyber, because that's how we fight. And the Russians prove that they can get in, they can manipulate. And and you know what they, they learn is from Fox News. They watch Fox News, and they were like, wow, they're that stupid? This will be easy. And they did. And they used the same techniques of, of appealing to people on single-issue, uh, the single-issue voters, appealing to people's fear, appealing to people's racism and xenophobia and et cetera, et cetera. And stupid, and, and like and they just, stupid enough they to fall for fake news. And they got people to believe this and buy into it. Now, did Trump know about it? He may not have known about it only because his people, and his people have said, we can't explain shit to him. We've tried. We just, just fuck him. We'll handle it. Because they said, like, they said it's like trying to explain shit to a fourth grader. Like, like they'll be explained to him intricate foreign policy, and then something shiny will come up, and yeah. they're like, fuck, we lost him again. They, uh, they come up to Trump, and they're like, Mr. President, Russia infiltrated our election. He goes, 
Mr. President, is what they called me. I'm the president. They're calling me Mr. as well. You can't get past just the first two words that address him. It's not great. Can I can I speak on, on the topic of Russia? I as a as a woman who was born there and came to America in a shipping container, I feel like I, I feel like I uh, un- understand the situation uh, a little better. In in Russia, uh, just like in America. Trump is considered a sex symbol, and Putin is considered a sex symbol here, correct? Uh, I think that we should be friends with them. I I don't think it's a bad, you know, keep your friends close, your enemies closer. So I think it's smart to be friends with them. And yes, America will turn into Russia soon, and which is why if you need to marry me, I'm free. But I also want to say there are a lot of Far spies. There are a lot of spies still living in America that are Russian. They could be anywhere. I mean, they could be here, for example. If they hack the election, they might hack this comedy show. So I just want to speak to they the spies. They just did hack this comedy show. I just, I just want to speak to they the spies. They just said right now uh, they should. We should be friends with Russia. And um, you're, you are, you're well, a sleeper so. Ben, I'm just gonna see if there are any other spies. Я хотела спросить, если здесь кто-то еще понимает Ben. Глиб, и я хотела We're not supposed to be friends with Russia, yet we're definitely allies and friends with Saudi Arabia. And people like to point out the human rights issues in Russia with, like, their their thing with, like, the LGBTQ community and things like that. But Saudi Arabia, they just let women drive cars yeah. last week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it, it's, not, it's not so much. And you think, and, and you think don't, they don't interfere? Like, I don't see the problem with, I'm not saying the problem is being friends with Russia. I'm saying the problem is that they affected our election. And we, offend. we affect everyone's election That's too. Syria, Saudi Arabia, Afghanistan. Right. We always affect right. elections. Russia just does it better. Right, but I've been in a bunch of Twitter arguments Thank and you're debates. Too proud of that point. I've been in a bunch of Twitter debates all week about this, and and that's what people keep saying to me on the right. Keep saying, um, yeah, but we affect elections too in America. We influence them. Well, that's great. Each country's own responsibility, right. though, is to protect their own sovereignty. Also, so if there are countries that we don't agree with and we're going and trying to influence their elections, they can try to stop us. They can punish us if they catch us. That doesn't has nothing to do with the fact that to have our own sovereign nation, we must, without any question, as aggressively as we can, stop any interference right. from Russia or any other country well, in our election. It doesn't make it right, just because we're right. doing it. Right. We've done a lot of shitty right. things, it doesn't make it right. We're supposed to and do so, it. That's we're what I'd like to say. See, that's the, the that's the comical part about the hypocrisy of the right on this issue. So if you argue, well, the, the Afghanistan election has affected, but, but you love when America does that. You have this dream of America spreading Western influence throughout the no, world. You're a Russian. You're not American. But, <laughs> okay, Alonso. That was but, very hurtful. I thought we were going to yeah, have I'm sex okay later. <laughs> uh, but, so, so in other words, you pick one side of the argument. Either it's, either it's okay, either you're saying it's okay to affect elections, or you're saying it's not okay but you can't have both. You can't say, "Well, it's bad for the Russians to, you know, to, to come here, but we can go." Like, no, you have to pick one side or the other. We do it to liberate. That's the no, no, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, liberate. yeah. You didn't know that. You can though, because that's the point. I think that a we claim, at least we think, we're doing it for more benevolent purposes than Russia's doing it. Now we certainly are checkered in certain ways, and that argument can be countered. But, but they but. But that See, doesn't mean stop, we don't have our own sovereignty. Right stop right there, because that whole make America great again 
the moment you say we're checkered in a certain way, they don't agree with that. Right. That was one of the things they hated about Barack Obama, right? That Barack Obama apologized for America's mistakes. As far as they're concerned, America has never made a mistake. These are, this is the Donald Trump though. As far as they're concerned, there is no checkered part about America doing it. So what you're saying is that they're not saying that. Well, I thought you were saying that because we do it, we don't have a right to say Russia no, should do it. No, what I'm us. saying is, what I'm saying is, if you're on the right, you got to pick a side. Either, I, either yes or no. You can't say that that it's wrong, but it's okay when we do it. That's the hypocritical argument. Was it was it wrong that I peed on Donald Trump? Maybe, maybe. It was. Okay, I don't regret it, and it made me a lot of. Money. I, I did. I, 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 I know we told the audience to listen, but I, since we're talking about Russia being friends, I did hear someone say, you haven't mentioned anything Hillary. about Hillary, and I'm just going to assume that what that person is talking about is her selling uranium to the Russians, and I'll be honest, the only information I got about that is from Reddit, so I don't know what's true or not true, but Ken? that that is a very Ken, interesting point. I was literally point, is that, taking bets on how long it would take the right to bring up fucking Hillary. An hour! An hour! High five! I mean, you guys It wasn't me, it was so an audience member. I'm sorry. You guys are so okay, obsessed so, with Hillary. Right. She's not a president. sexy woman. She's not, Hillary she was not secretary. the president of the United States. But she was Secretary of State. Yes. She sold uranium to the Russians. Yes, of right? course. So, of so course. why... So, so but why we talk about wanting to be enemies with them? That is like, not inviting. Even if she did sell uranium, that is not inviting a sovereign nation to interrupt the elections of another exactly. sovereign nation. No, it's empowering nation. them exactly. with weapons and nuclear yes, destruction. Not the same but thing. It is changing the topic, and that's what they like to do. Exactly. I actually brought some uranium tonight, so if anyone wants to meet me in the parking lot after the show, I will. But look, that's the exact point. The right loves to say, but Hillary did this too. Hillary did that too. I get that. Stay on Feel the topic. free all you want to prosecute Hillary if you find evidence of things she did that are illegal or you don't like. Feel free to trash her in public. But it's not a counter-argument to a totally separate argument of Russia affecting our sovereignty and our elections and trying to do it again and now the current, in 2018. And the current president of the United the States other. doing nothing about it. it. But here's the problem with that. Nothing is, to do with it. Is that Mueller's investigation just came out two days Mueller, ago. Mueller? Anyone? And, Mueller? And he said... <laughs> I, I had to try. You weren't even born when that movie came out. Yes, I'm very young, and if any agents are here tonight, I'm very young. Very young. But he, he, he said 13 Russians were indicted, and there was zero evidence that Americans colluded with Russians. And yet you still keep saying... I didn't say, say that's not what he said. Yes, that's yeah. not what he It was real. Fact check. I'm calling bullshit. I will fact check it live for you right now. No, 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 no. I will fact... Hold on. These old guys, people agree with me. Guys, guys, guys I, will, I will fact check it for you live right now. That's not what it said. The indictment said that in this indictment, there are no implications that anybody on Trump's team knew of what was happening directly and wittingly. That's what it said, okay? What's so, different from what I just word, said? The key words there in this yes. indictment. Let me and tell you. Exactly. Wait, 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 I got to back half the sentence I have to say. The bigger part to that, that's much more important, I still don't understand, we're not talking about collusion here. We didn't bring up collusion. We're not saying, let's say for argument, yeah, let's say for argument's sake, Trump and his entire campaign did not collude with Russia in those meetings or in the propaganda campaign or any of that. We're saying, why isn't the president, it's a different question, stopping the fact that Russia on their own, without Trump's help, did that and is doing it still in 2018. Even if Trump didn't know about it, he knows now, as president, 
that Russia is trying to influence our election in 2018. You're the Trump supporter in the front row. Why are you okay with him not stopping them again trying to infiltrate our democracy? There's a Trump supporter. They're currently doing it now. I want to hear the answer. The entire issue you're talking about happened before the election. And no one's blaming Hillary and no one's blaming Obama. No, everything, everyone is coming down against Trump and had nothing to do with Trump at the time. All you're doing okay, is... Okay, so why isn't Trump... Why isn't Trump putting sanctions against Russia, which were recommended a month ago, which expired a month ago? Why don't you think he will? Ago. Congress voted 90% for sanctions. He's the first president to ever not implement them. But he has to have something to trade with. This is a, the government is not pro... Uh, pro uh, the, the right? It's not. It's pro. Listen to my rabbi. He's correct. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. You just said the government that it, the House, the Senate, and the President are all Republican. You just said the government is not pro right. What else do you want? What else do you want? What, is there some branch we don't know? And the Supreme Court is right now as well. Now, all, I, all I want to do is thank these wonderful people for coming to the show tonight. And being such an excellent yes. audience. But, but here's honestly, though, wait, but seriously, yeah. this, this, is why, you this is why this is why you can never honestly you can never honestly have that debate. Because you can't how do you argue a point with that? When someone says the government is not pro right and all three branches are right wing, then what how do you how do I respond to that? How do I what do I carefully how do I respond? There's no response there's no response to what you just said. What do you mean? You wait. No, I'm just, you just when, said when you just came, said the things came to, to vote on that needed a Republican majority. How hard is it to get? Well, you had some Republicans who are Republican in name only, but their action is real Democrat. Okay, so, well, but what about the Russian sanctions? But that, wait, but literally well, everybody if, voted. If you think Trump always got his way, right now, the, the look of the country would be totally different now than it was when, when Obama was, was president. Okay, right, but because we're Obama. About Russia hold on, hold on, because I, I'm like, this is so Can much anybody fun. Open my this flash? is fun. Because because Obama always got his way, and because there was never any obstruction when he was president, correct? Oh, like, like, like a cubic yard of cash they sent to Iran in, a, in an airplane for what, okay, for what sir, purpose? Sir, so sir, you sir. didn't answer my question, oh, you just went to here's, another here's the, Exactly. Here's, here's the thing I understand. Okay, let's again please answer my... Guys, guys, hold on. Let's please answer my question again directly. Okay, thank you. So, let's assume, in the world that you're presenting, let's, uh, let's assume... Obama is guilty of all the things you think he's guilty of. And Hillary's guilty of all the things you think she's guilty of, okay? No one's saying you cannot prosecute them. No one's saying you shouldn't talk about it. No one's saying you shouldn't stop it. But in addition to that, does it bother you that Russia is did infiltrate our election and is doing it again right now? In 2018. Any, any uh, foreign government who tries to influence right. American uh, uh, elections should, should certainly be stopped. And so shouldn't the president stop them? Also, So why is the president not stopping them? Not even saying they've done it. And if he doesn't acknowledge it... When did the information come out? And why are you so... The information came out a year ago when all 13 of our intelligence agencies said that he did it. And he said, I believe Putin. I looked at him and he said he didn't do it. And a month ago, when he could have... Resigned the sanctions against Russia, and he chose not to. He's the first president to not I implement sanctions when voted by ninety percent of Congress. members of the entire party. A, a very important video. You had a video that included uh, one of Obama talking to a Russian 
Oh, You're not answering his oh, question. Well, well, he did. He did. He said any any oh. foreign government that did. He answered the question. Any foreign government that tries to uh, interfere with with our elections is is wrong. He he did say that, but it didn't say why answer. shouldn't Trump stop it. But, okay, look at look. Does he? He's saying it's wrong. Like. What does Obama have to do with you? Can't you bring up Obama? I'm saying, put Obama in jail if you want for this thing that you're talking about. (laughs) But, but, but then shouldn't still the current president, not the former one, shouldn't the current president of the United States publicly say, Russia, our adversary, has infiltrated our democracy, and that needs to stop. They are currently trying to affect our midterm elections, and that needs to stop, and I will lead the cause on that. Shouldn't he be saying that? think something should certainly be said about it, but I think we're... Why is he not doing it? I think that it's a little too early for him to come out with anything. Oh, it's too early, guys. No, he's not quick. That we agree on. Okay. That we agree on. Ben, we got to move on to the last segment, and then you need to switch chairs with Helen, okay? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is not an issue of left versus right. We want Helen. This is not an issue of left versus right. That's Helen. That's Dorina over there. Me. Make a this is not an issue of left. Somebody does. But allow me to say very clearly, this is not an issue of left versus right. This Treason is an issue against of our democracy is True an issue of patriotism, an issue of, of, of attempted of, of treason happening Amen. in our country. Nothing to do with left and right. Amen. You if may you believe lost. every single right p- p- policy position that there is. You may believe in every single Republican position. I have some myself. You may believe in every single Democratic position. I have some myself. But you cannot allow any of that debate and that division to permit foreign adversaries to go unchecked meddling in our democracy. Amen. That has to be an absolute Amen. non-starter in 100% of situations. Amen. Because at the bottom, at the end of the day, we are all Americans, and if you are not an American who loves your yeah. country, you love America first. America first. America what happened first. to that? Not, not fucking, Republican first. Not, not Russia Hillary first. first. No. Not Obama also you know, did stuff first. Well, America first. Not Russia first. Don't get upset about that, because you know who's putting America first and scaring the shit out of everybody? Mueller. If you notice, one thing that Mueller does, he never plays his hand. He's like, I'll talk when I got an indictment to make. He comes out, he makes an indictment, and he's like, I gotta go back to investigating. That's why everyone's scared of him. Mueller, everyone's Mueller like, also this said is still finding out more. Mueller yeah. also said that that they did not affect the results of the election. That was also stated in... in Mueller didn't say that. Mueller the Facebook guy said that. that. Mueller didn't say no, that. What you're talking about, Mitch, you're talking about all this, the this, analysts who talked about it. No, no, no. I'm Mueller, saying when, Mueller just when they read his indicted people. When they read it and they said there was 13 Russians, da, 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 that nobody willingly colluded, they also said it did not have an effect on the outcome and of the election. And what I'm saying is no. Mueller isn't done yet. It. Mueller, I'll bullshit on, on that. Hold on. He Mueller, said that it didn't affect right. the voting system. They broke into voting systems and they didn't change votes. Mueller, That's what he said. Mueller hasn't finished his investigation. He's not done yet. That's right. So don't worry. But It'll the statement come. that was put It'll up this come. week... That, I'm so, not worried about that. It'll come. Can I quickly He's still investigating. Let me ask you a can question. How, how many times... Like, how far does it have to go before people on the left will actually say... Okay, there was no collusion. Wait a minute. When Miller, when Mueller brought down the Gambino family, he didn't stop until he got to the top. 
He didn't stop with Hitman. I didn't ask didn't, that. He, so what I'm saying is, my point I is... I just want to know, at what point will you be Mueller, satisfied when Mueller, and go, ah, when maybe we were wrong. When Mueller shuts down his investigation completely. Besides, yes. like Ben said, you've already had the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, etc. Every government agency that investigates this sort of thing said, oh yeah, they fucked, they fucked with the election results. Mm-hmm. You already have the fact that they affected the news cycle by creating these stories because America gets compartmentalized news. So if you get your news from Facebook or Twitter or some online service, they were, they figured out how Finder. to infiltrate that and how to work the algorithms and get these stories in. And people believe these stories. So so they figured out that kind of mental propaganda if warfare. If those bots but, but, affected one but vote, none of that, none of that's, that's, that's affecting an election. Can I just if, it, if, those bo- if the Russian bots literally change one vote... That's affecting an election. Can I just make a quick suggestion? Especially if, in this this past election when it was coming down to handful of, of votes in counties. Okay, that's affecting if, the election. If there are any producers here, I have an idea. So you know how we have Real Housewives of like New Jersey and like Rhode Island or whatever. How about Real Husbands of the UN, right? And it would be like Trump and Russia, but it would be more reality TV. Because every time I hear about it, it sounds like reality TV show. It's like, did you hear about Mueller? We become a reality. Right. Our president's so a reality TV host. What do you expect? It, let's just make it a reality Maybe TV show. Maybe you can show. be president one day. Listen, man, if I have to, I will. I'll be your vice president. We'll, Deal. Bring, we'll bring the country together. Deal, Mitch. You can also secure the rallies with your AR-15. I sold it. And can oh, I, you sold it? And okay. can I, can I be your mistress? Can I be your uh, we have to move on. Uh, I'm pretty sure we found a middle ground on that one, too. That's Jewish great. presidents, that's our middle ground. Well, Jewish you did president. say you feel better at the end. Yes, okay, good. So we're just going to go to round three of the next one, because I know we're, we're a little bit over on time. So we're going to go now to uh, a thing that's called something, and I'll tell you what it is in a second. <laughs> um, Man, we went through those quick. Yep. We're uh, skip, uh, skipping that one, I think. All right, so we're doing something called My Aunt Julie's Fake News, okay? That's real. We're going to give you three stories. And you're going to tell us which one of these three is real news. They're all stories that circulated on on the internet, on Facebook, mostly taken from my Aunt Julie's Facebook page. Do I have an Aunt Julie? I won't even tell you the answer to that. But we're going to do uh, just the third one. Is this the third one we got here? Nope, this is the second one. But we'll do that one instead. All right, great. Round two. Black Lives Matter leader is sued for embezzling donations. That was one story reported this last week or two. There have been no school shootings in the United Kingdom since handguns were banned. That's headline number two. Headline number three. Explosion at Al Franken's Montana ranch killed six people. And what are, it's I'm not going to point out the fact that Franken's Franken misspelled on that. Yeah, it's it's real. Say. Wait, one's fake or well, maybe that's one? Why is real. It's true. Maybe I'm going to say the first one. Franken. I'm going to say the first one is real. The Black Lives Matter leader embezzled funds. Why do you think that? Uh, I well, I, I just I read the article, so I know it's real. Uh, but also, I'm gonna agree with Irina. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much my answer. And also because everyone knows Black Lives Matter is a terrorist group. I'm not gonna <laughs> I agree with Irina. I I came, I came in too early on that one. My bad. Uh, okay. Um, I find it quite fascinating that our two representatives of the right. Immediately agreed that Black Lives Matter leaders embezzling funds. She says she read an article. That wait, you fake. believe me? I don't that even know a, how to read. I'm too that pretty. That is a fake news story. Here, wait, for real? You're fake just going to jump? You're not even going to let me explain why? It's oh, just, go ahead. Oh, okay, because he was the leader of a large organization. I figured, right. like, like a CEO, or like a he church. would be crooked. 
something. You think all CEOs are crooked? Yeah. Like Scientology. Like our president. (laughs) (laughs) Mitch, you are confusing me so much. I'm going to take you down that alley on the street here in West Hollywood and have a great time with you because you've... Made me so confused. The right answer is the handgun one because this is a very liberal show. That's the right answer. Uh, that is the correct answer. Yeah, I know. I'm a genius. Um, once again, I'm so I'm so confused as to why trying to stop school shootings is a liberal cause. No, no, I'm not a countrywide cause. Look at you liberals trying to stop kids from being murdered. It's so sickening your liberal agenda. Well, because Jesus would have loved school shootings. He would have. Oh yeah, Jesus would have been all for him. He would have come in and made everybody come back to life. It would have been been awesome. See, that wasn't one of his powers. He made people come back to life. He did. Yeah. Yeah. No, he did. One guy. Back when humans rode dinosaurs. (laughs) By liberal issue, I just mean you know liberals and Democrats are talking about banning all. I don't mean it. I mean banning all what. Guns. Nobody's just, ever uh, talked no. about banning yes, all guns. Yes, no one has ever yes, talked about banning all guns. A lot of people are talking about banning Zero all guns. Zero people are no, talking about that. No, if you're talking that. about your Facebook feed, people I'll People are talking right. about banning assault weapons. And a lot of people are talking about well, those people are assault. idiots. Those well, people are idiots. I agree, but that's why I'm saying it's Here's your not liberal me. show. Those people are idiots. We have a right to bear arms in our Constitution. It's the Second Amendment of our Constitution. We should have it. We need to protect ourselves from this insane world that's getting worse. I'm buying guns soon. My my family owns guns. I like guns. I like shooting guns. People want to get rid of all guns. are fucking idiots. We also do not need right. assault rifles that kill children. We used to have an assault weapons ban, and we can go and reinstitute it. There was no problem with it. Which headline's real? Oh, the handgun. The handgun. The handgun one. Hand the handgun one. hand He said it. Yeah, we already went through that. Pay attention, Booth. Yeah, we got Ken. Ken Gar back I know there. it's past your bedtime, but get it together. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do the last one. Yes, sir. All right. We have one more of these uh, fake news headlines. Two are fake. One is real. Entering your PIN number in reverse at an ATM summons the police. Absolutely, yeah. They know all PIN numbers, so everyone (laughs) entered in reverse brings the police instantly. Every time I I put 1111 in for my PIN, uh, 50% of the time the police show up. I will tell you this. The alarm code at, at my house used to be numbers repeated. And for a period of four weeks, the cops came to my house five times because I kept missing the first number and then entering my code. And so I was entering it backwards by accident. And that was the distress code that I had set. And so cops kept coming and they charged me every time. So this is impossible. Okay. The White House wants to turn the International Space Station into a commercial venture. Mm-hmm. And our third story. <laughs> Barack Obama's official portrait unveiled last week contained secret oh. images of sperm. Oh. Sean Handy believes it. Do you? It's definitely, okay. no, it's definitely oh, yeah, true. I hope so number three is real. Be true. I, I love sperm. I have sperm and eggs. I, I have, have number I have three something. Is real. Can, can I ask? So it's the second one because I know the first one's fake, and I know they're saying the third one's fake. However, <laughs> I would I would like to point out that the artist who drew President Obama's portrait does put sperm in all of his portraits. And Obama does really have a a very obvious vein that runs here, but it is not shaped exactly like a sperm cell, and that motherfucker drew it to look exactly like a sperm cell. So if if he always does it, and then this time he might have done it, I probably did it, but I'm going to say... Fair enough, I can grant you that. It's it's the White House wants to turn the space station into a commercial If there is sperm in there, I'm going to call hashtag me too, because gross. (laughs) Well, you know that's not true, because if it's evil, Obama would have been in on it. (laughs) Well, he he picked the artist. 
He did. That's he, cho- he chose no, the artist. No, but he would have known about the secret painting. He would have been and like, that artist has yeah. killed yeah, hundreds like, of hey, women. Right I don't here. know if yeah. you know that. Alonzo, you're just trying right now to protect your liberal sperm-filled agenda. <laughs> you're right. You're right. We all know it's that called the, gender big, fluid. the reason we got a black president in there was so eventually we can unveil a portrait that had sperm it's on the sperm. president's face yep. and then oh, just normalize the whole sperm agenda. I don't know if you're aware of He planned this in the 60s when he was 8 years old. Back when he was palling around with Terrorists. Mm-hmm. Not only is there you mean in South Africa? Not only is there a sperm, but the sperm is holding in like a black panther, like yeah. a, like a. The sperm has its own fist. The real headline is indeed Fight the, the White House wants to turn the International Space Station into a commercial venture. Trump administration wants to do this uh, by making kind of an orbiting real estate venture, not run by the government. They plan to stop funding the International Space Station after 2024, ending federal support. But it does not intend to abandon it and is working on a transition plan that could turn it over to the private sector. That's the kind of Trump plans he wants to do. Great, do whatever you want to do with your funding and your private sector stuff. And just like, please protect us from the Russians. <laughs> Except the one here on the left of the stage. Please give it up for Irina Skaya, everybody. Mitch Burrow, round of applause. Alonzo Bowden and Helen Hong. I'm your host, Ben Glee. Thank you for being here. We the people. Ken Gar in the back. Mike Malone produced. God bless you all. I love you. And God bless There you have it. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I hope you enjoyed getting to hear all of those jokes and all those serious points. And I know it kind of got stepped on at the end there, but the older couple in the front that were the Trump supporters that kept trying to shift the conversation back to blaming Obama and Hillary, and I kept saying, okay, but even if they're guilty of all the things that you think in your mind that they are, shouldn't Trump still be stopping our country from being infiltrated by Russia? And he said, yes, I think we should do something. And that was real progress. He should be doing something. He acknowledged that point. And then after we said that, the part that was stepped on was, he said, I feel better. I feel a lot better after this. And so it's hopeful. I think with more and more and more conversations like this, we will be able to make more progress towards just finding common ground in this country and not always trying to just be all about power and having our own agenda be the way that the that the conversation gets stuck at by people not being willing to listen or compromise or find middle grounds. And that is the purpose of the show you just heard and is a big purpose of what I'm trying to do with my life, with this podcast, with all the things I put so much energy into, even having debates on Twitter just with one person and the at replies that basically nobody else sees just trying to convert minds one at a time, not to my way of seeing things, but to a common ground. And they convert my mind sometimes too, and we meet in the middle. Just trying to convert each other from being so staunchly on our sides to being more open-minded and finding solutions. Because if you're not having solutions, what's the point? We're just yelling into a, into a cavern. And that's, that's a pretty silly thing to do, don't you think? Um, I will leave you. Oh, and upcoming, I'm going to be trying to book more guests who are from the right and have more of these conversations just one-on-one um, I'll be having Aaron Elmore on soon conservative pundit who you see all over Fox News I'm trying to get Tommy Laren back on the show but also I'll be having more comedians trying to uh, I, I'm going to be having Adam Ray and Brad Williams from the About Last Night podcast on soon I'll be having um, Tiffany Haddish will be coming on the podcast soon uh, trying to get Jay Leno to do it getting some great people 
signing up to come have good conversations. I'm looking forward to many more of them. And uh, for now, I will leave you with a great song. that used to be the theme song of the Dennis Miller Live show on HBO, which talked all about politics. And it was a great theme song that kind of put in perspective some of the problems we have. It's Tears for Fears with Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Until last week, next week, this has been Last Week on Earth. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.